This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Welcome to the Disney Countdown Podcast Show. Wow. That was very that was announcery. Very announcery. You. I like that. Uh, hello, my name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my good, good buddy, Danny Jordan. Oh, good, good buddy today. Good, good buddy. Double wow. good. Double good Three buddy. Three episodes in, I've upgraded to a double good. <laughs> we also have our good, good, good buddy. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Danny. No, These, they're both my only doubly good. <laughs> Doubly good buddies, uh, but we have Chris Sicily live from Brooklyn helping us out. Hello, Chris. How you doing today? I'm doing well. Great. I love He's that. Doing great. High energy, Chris. I Did love you know, it. in terms of geography, Chris is the furthest from a Disney park currently. He is. Yeah. I don't know if you ever thought of that. He is. The, we are. We are much closer. I'm trying to think in terms of you and me, where we are sitting right now. I think you are closer. Because you're a little bit on the south side of. I am a little bit more on the south side. Dang it. Yes, you're going to beat me. That's right. You're going to beat we, me to the if main we gate. Ran from this, these. If seats, we ran the whole way, <laughs> you'd probably beat me. You're in much better shape than me. That's true. How long do you think it would take? By the time I got run? down the stairs, I'd be like, oh, "You got it. You win. You win, Danny." Like 65 miles, 70 miles to run from here. Um, that would. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be honest right now. I'm in pretty good shape, but I'm not gonna run out and just go. Do you think miles. that you could get? to Disneyland in a day with 24 hours. Ooh. Okay, so let's say let's say my average mile time cuz I would run some of it. Sure. I would walk, walk some, some of it. I would say my average mile time would maybe be I don't know, 15 minutes per mile cuz if you're walking sure. 19 minute mile, maybe running 58 a, miles away. 58 miles away. Yeah. So if my average is 15 miles an hour, then I would be there in what? Like less than 4 hours. Hey, yeah. maybe by the time we finish recording this episode, I'll be at Disneyland. <laughs> this says, if because you could put in walking directions, yeah. if you walked, just walked, from here to Disneyland, it would take you one day and 39 minutes. What? How's that? That's what it says. Wait, how's that How's that right? But I don't know what the... What is this walking speed? <laughs> I don't, I'm don't. i trying to see if, it, if I can what change like the walking speed. Two on miles per hour or something like that? I don't know. Wait, one day and how many? One day and 39 minutes. Okay, so they're saying that you would walk like one mile per hour, right? Or slower than one 16, mile. It says 69 miles by walking oh. as opposed to... Probably because you can't walk down the You can't the just highway. walk down the freeway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I mean, it's, try it's and stop 60, me. I'm putting my Mickey ears on. They're like, what are you doing walking on the freeway? Well, my Google Maps said I couldn't could get here in, in less than a day, but but I'm doing it. I love it. We that. should do that sometime. You know, we my fraternity, when I was in college, we used to do a thing called Game Ball Run. Ooh. That was our big, um, We were I was a Sigma Nu. Sigma Nu, what's Sigma up? Nu. Uh our big like fundraiser that we did was called Game Ball Run, and we right. would take. Uh, we went to school in Peoria, Bradley, and one of our big rivals was Illinois State, that was in Bloomington, yeah, which is Bloomington about normal. Bloomington Normal. I've been there. Yes, you have. There's yes. a there's a steak and shake there. There's many in Illinois, <laughs> many steak and shakes. My boy band had rehearsals at Illinois State University. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. That's awesome. And we went to the Zeta Tau Alpha house and, and sang for them. There you go. Anyway, that's a story. But if you podcast. if you went from Peoria, if you drove from Peoria to Bloomington, it's probably like 
35, 40 minutes-ish. Okay. Uh, but we would take a uh, basketball, and the day that we were playing uh, Bradley against Illinois State, we'd start in the morning, and we would run a ball from Peoria all like a basketball all the way down to Bloomington Normal and we'd run down the highway. Really? And we like each guy would take a shift and run for a couple miles and then somebody else would get out of the van and and so we would run the ball and then it was like game ball run. They didn't use the actual ball that we brought, but symbolically we were yeah. like bringing the ball to the game. That's really cool. And we'd raise, you know, a couple thousand dollars for that's amazing. Charity and stuff. How cool. can we do a Disney equivalent? Yeah, but that's of what I was that. gonna say. Is we could do that. Would that be like Mickey ear run or something, something to that effect? And if we do it, then people send us thousands of dollars. Yeah, they, I feel like well, you, they wouldn't send it to <laughs> us. In. We would raise money. Oh, for, I thought we were. I thought this something. was like a Patreon thing where it's like, <laughs> hey, if you want to see Eric and Danny <laughs> run, run sixty-nine from, miles, <laughs> run from Simi Valley down to Anaheim, <laughs> all you gotta do is send us a thousand dollars. Oh my god, I would per mile. I would do. This is like the adult version of a jogathon. Yes. Did you ever? Did you do jump rope for heart? No. Chris, do you know what jump rope for heart is? I think it's a regional no, thing. I don't. It was like a, a jogathon, but it was okay. as many times as you could jump rope, and then you got like you got people to sponsor you. Yes. I one time, I think it was fifth grade. I want to say in the jogathon, I got second place in terms of fundraising. And I felt like I'd hit the lottery because I won a $50 gift card to Toys R Us. Nice. And I bought, do you remember they did like the crash test dummy toys? Yeah. I had not until the second you said that, but yes, I completely remember them. I bought the car and then a couple of like the dummy guys. And then there was like, I think like an operating table or something like that. And they had like these these little buttons on their chest where like if they got pushed, like their arms would shoot off or their head would like pop up in the air. And there was like a wall. I think there was a wall that the car crashed to, if I remember correctly. This is not a Disney licensed product, uh, but it was a big part of my childhood, which is making me think, I feel like when I got that gift card, I don't think it was an actual card. I feel like it was like Jeffrey Bucks or something mm-hmm. like that, which is making me think of Disney dollars. Did you ever have Disney dollars? No, I don't know what these are. So there's this great account um, on TikTok. I think her name's like Dapper Danielle or, or something to that effect. And she's like, random Disney facts in the middle of the night that you didn't, or whatever I love she that does. Lady. Okay, yeah, no, she's really funny. Yes. Um, so she did and one I'm about. I'm not supposed to tell you, but I'm going to. But anyway, anyway <laughs> she, she's hysterical. And I love that she's Dapper Danielle. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like a real nice nod to the yeah, Dapper yeah, Dance. Yeah. But uh, I, she did this video recently, and it reminded me of when I was a kid that they had Disney dollars, which they look like currency. Yeah. But like it had Mickey on it. And you get in like a dollar increment, and like you would, people would gift those you'd to you. You could use it in the park? You could use it in the park. Yeah. Exclusively, you couldn't just walk up to like sure. you know McDonald's and get a, a Big Mac. Like, <laughs> right. I got five Disney bucks. Right. Uh, but yeah, I remember having those as a kid, and I think somewhere in like an old tub of kid stuff, I've got a Disney dollar somewhere. You gotta I'll try to find that. We'll put it on dig the set. It out and Speaking it of, yes, look at Danny has already started decorating our set. Yes, podcast so listeners, those of you look that at, are look at this. look at this awesome stuff. Let's not say anything, Danny. Let's just look at it and let them look at wow. it. Wow, look at that thing over wow. there. Oh, and see that thing right there. Wow, that looks, Man, that looks so, so good. cool. Wow, get a get a. <laughs> Take a gander at that. <laughs> wow. No, but for real, Danny did put stuff up, and I'm going to bring some stuff. And we yes. ordered some vintage posters, Ooh. which I'm excited about. Um, they're like vintage uh, Disney ride posters, yeah, which is going to so be great. Speaking of Disney rides, what are we talking about today on the uh, podcast, uh, Danny? Ye old pod. Ye old pod. This we week we're doing about 
Did you want me to say it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Because it's usually your thing. I it thought you were like, you I'm, I'm ping pong it to me, and then I was going to ping pong it back. <laughs> um, uh, we are talking about our top 10 rides at Disneyland, five through one. So if you missed 10 through six, go back. go back and listen to that, and then you'll get caught up because you'll be like, wait, you didn't include blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe we did right. on 10 through six. Uh, this is part two of that countdown, and it's one that I have been so jazzed about ever since we came up with the idea because growing up in Southern California, Disneyland, as I shared in the first part of this countdown, is like such a huge part of not just my childhood, but my adult years. I am obsessed with that. I have so many memories at Disneyland. So to, to have to try to pick just 10 out of the 28 at Disneyland Park proper um, it's been really, really hard. We'll talk about this. Should we talk about it right now? Let's should talk we just, about it right now. Just get it out of the way. So Danny is hinting at the fact that last episode I called Disneyland Magic Kingdom because I was trying to differentiate between Disneyland that when you walk out of the trams is to the left, the yeah. classic Disneyland, Disneyland and Park, Disney yeah. California Adventure. Yes. I think they are all Disneyland. The whole experience of both parks is Disneyland. Okay. And you can call people are I I know are coming at me in the comments They're coming that, at you, the that, that you can't say Magic Kingdom about Disneyland, but I think you can, <laughs> and so I'm gonna go with it until I get a cease and desist letter from uh, Walt or someone from the Disney. You know what this is? This is such like a world thing to do. You know, this is such <laughs> like a, I grew up at Disney World. No respect for it's Disneyland. All, no, no yeah. respect. It's all a part of the same. It's like thing. cultural appropriation from Disney World to Disneyland. And and I'm from SoCal, and to me, there is the Disneyland Resort, sure. which includes Disneyland Hotel, Paradise sure. Pier, the Grand Californian, Downtown Disney, Disneyland Park, and California Adventure. Disney's California Adventure. No, that's but think about it this way. Okay, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about Disney World, sure. right? So they're pretty spread out, right? Yeah. But you have like Epcot and uh, Hollywood Studios are pretty close to each other because you can actually walk from the back exit or entrance to Epcot along the boardwalk sure. and that waterfront all the way to the front entrance to Hollywood Studios. So they're sure. they're pretty close. But you would you consider Hollywood Studios to be separate from Epcot? Yeah. So they're a part of Walt Disney World as a they're whole. They're all Walt Disney World. But they're all their own individual parks within... Yes. Do yes. You, do you see where I'm going? I followed that logic. So to me, when you say Disneyland, you are saying the park of Disneyland. I did. That's where we, that's where we diverge. I know. Because <laughs> Disney World would include... If we did top 10 rides at Disney World, I would include Epcot, Animal Kingdom... They're all in under Disney World. But do you know how I would title that episode? How? Top 10 Rides at Magic Kingdom. Well, yes, and that would be a different thing. And had you said <laughs> oh in God. this list that it was going to be Top 10 Rides at Disneyland Magic Kingdom, I would have stayed within... But that would have been incorrect because it's not called Magic Kingdom. In my mind, it is. Oh, my gosh. If I'd called it <laughs> Top 10 Rides at Disneyland Park, would you have... If you had said... That's a, great, that's a great point. Had you said... Disneyland Park, I probably would have been like, oh, are we talking like only mm. the one on the left and not had you said that. But when you say best rides at left. Disneyland, <laughs> I assume Disneyland. But We're talking about all of them. But there wasn't always California Adventure. For me, there was. Oh, my gosh. But you've watched the Imagineering story. Yes. When they opened the park, what did they call it? Which one? 
the only one that there ever was in the beginning in, in 1955. Disneyland. Disneyland. Yes. So in my mind, when I think Disneyland. Yes, but Disneyland, new things are coming. It's all under the same umbrella. So as we look forward to five through one in this episode, I have to ask. Do I have any California Do you have any adventure? California Adventure rides? I think I have rides? one California Adventure ride. Would you be willing to get rid of it and to save it for a California Adventure specific countdown? Let me see if there's something like that I could replace it with. There's Hang 28 on. rides. At I know, but I'm trying also, to see if I have. But you also didn't you? Weren't you talking about great moments with Mr. Lincoln? I did. I had. I included that. See, so like, if you'll include that, I mean, now you've opened it up to like probably 40 attractions sure. that you could include now. Yes. Well, you got time. <laughs> you know, it usually takes us 30 minutes to get yes, to the we'll, countdown. We'll get there. We'll so you got time to get there. So there's a lot of exciting stuff, you know, happening uh, with our show. And if you're and if you're not following us on social media, please make sure you do so because we like to share a lot of sort of the exciting stuff that's happening with us personally. You know, I just became a magic key holder when we were recording our last episode. Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! I'm also a Disney. Wait, yes. are you serious? <laughs> I was waiting to tell you until this moment, dude. That's thrilling. When we went home, I talked it over with uh, Lisa, and we did it. Oh my gosh! You know. This makes me so excited, and I was just about to give our social media handles, but now I feel like we've derailed. So let me just real quick. We are on Instagram at Disney Countdown Show and TikTok at Disney Countdown Show. We are at Pod Disney on Twitter, and you can find us on Facebook at Disney Countdown. And if you're not subscribing to the show, please make sure you do that. And if you love what you're hearing, make sure to rate and review because that's what ensures that more people find the show, and it just makes sure that we feel better about ourselves, frankly speaking. Um but I'm so excited that you got the magic key because I, I literally, as I was getting ready to come here today, you know, before I got the magic keys, I'd bought the SoCal, you know, three day yeah. ticket thing. And I was like, well, should I just, should I take Lynn's name off one of the three day tickets? Cause she has the magic key now and then put Eric's name on the other. Cause I wanted us to be able to go sooner than later. Now that I've got the magic key, but now I don't have to worry about that. So when are we going? We gotta figure out. What's great is that it, at least the pass that I got is pretty much only on the weekdays. Oh, you got I the so. Imagine? Imagine? Is that for the SoCal people? I think so. Okay. Yeah. At least I ended up doing it. So okay. I don't know which one we got. But, but you that got exciting? it. Dude, I the whole family, all four of yeah, you? Yeah. Dude, we gotta do a family trip. I know. But the kids don't know yet, so they don't listen to the podcast oh, yet. But perfect. they will. But, oh, uh, yeah. dude, that's but if you're thrilling. Now, kids, we got magic key passes. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, very exciting. Uh, but yes, yeah, so clearly lots of exciting stuff going on with us and with the show. So make sure you're following us on social media so that way you can stay up to date on everything going on with us. But I think we're gonna start sharing like more Disney news. Yeah type stuff on our yeah. socials is why i notice a lot of like disney pages will be like hey breaking news tron's opening on april yeah. whatever at magic kingdom um so i think we should start doing that and speaking of let's maybe share some disney news yeah here on the pod i think today. chris has a special sound effect for us i don't know if it's special but i have a sound effect <laughs> <laughs> wait are you is that a candy cane i'm still getting through it man oh wow christmas, christmas. i love it <laughs> All right, here we go. We interrupt our program to bring you this Disney news. Hey. Wow. That's awesome. Chris. We need at the end like a huh? <laughs> yeah, at the end of all of the sound or effects. Gorsh. Or gorsh. Or something, yeah. like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> something like that. Yes. Something like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um what do you got for Disney news today? Oh, I'm I'm hitting you with it. Okay. So uh, the first bit of Disney news that I want to share is sort of like a, I put an emoji next to it. It's like that really big eyes, like looks like tears sort of in the mm -hmm. bottom, not the happy tears one. Yeah. 
the sad tears one is that, and that is that Splash Mountain has officially closed at Walt Disney World. Um, and I'll tell you why that makes me really sad. I never wrote it. Mm. Never wrote it. When I went there for the first time, when I was eight or nine years old, it hadn't opened yet. Sure. And then I went back uh, in, what was that, 2018. Uh, my wife and I went when she was pregnant, so didn't ride it then. And then we went for the last time in spring of 2021. Just didn't, yeah, just didn't get on the ride. Just yeah. didn't get on the ride. And the Splash Mountain as a kid was like my, my go-to yeah. ride. And the fact that I never got to ride the version, because... Didn't their version for a while, I don't know if it ended up being like that in the end, but they had like side-by-side seats. It still was. Oh, it yeah. still was. Yeah. And I just thought that was so cool that they did that. And yeah. I, so I never got to experience it. But the good news is, as you know, Eric, it's, it's been all over TikTok, right? Yes. Uh, I definitely watched, uh, I believe it was two nights ago, Okay, um, was the last night that it was open. And so there was, there's a lot of, you know, massive Disney fans that oh, yeah. go to the parks and do the live streaming and stuff. And there was a huge crowd of people on the bridge overlooking the big drop. And as they were running the last few logs down the flume, you know, yeah. uh, people were cheering for each one and nobody knew when the last one was going to be. And then there was a, a lot of like empty logs coming through and people were like, does that mean it's over? And then they'd send down like five or six cast members and then you really kind of realized this is near the end but yeah. it was beautiful it was all these people like Whoa. you know singing zippity doodah together oh. and like crying and cheering for each you know uh uh ride log that came down yeah. and i you know somebody said something on uh, at least the live stream i was watching which is a thing that we haven't talked about on this podcast yet but it's so true is somebody was live streaming and in the comments i guess people were being saying something to the effect of like disney adults oh my god so lame like get over it and this guy who was hosting was like you know what and he didn't say it in a mean way but he was like don't bag on other people's happiness yeah like if it's not doing anything to you but it's making somebody else happy what what do you gain by making them feel bad about something that they feel happy about i couldn't agree more you know you and i were talking about this recently uh, like the Disney adult yeah. movement. And I realized I sort of did some soul searching between our last conversation that you and I had together about Disney adults and going live on TikTok and all this sort of stuff. And how does it impact other people's experience and whatnot? And I realized, you know, it's exactly what you're just saying is I think maybe in some way, maybe I was slightly jealous. Sure. That these people get to go to Disneyland all the time. All the time. <laughs> and maybe seemingly making it a job. And, and making a job out of it. And I was like, why why do I why why would I ever have an issue yeah. with this? Like and, and honestly, like these people who are in their late twenties, early thirties, whatever they are doing it, like when I was in my late twenties, early thirties, I was going to Disneyland all the time too. <laughs> yes. And I just but I couldn't go on TikTok sure, yeah. to do it. So like any, you know, if, if you're having issues with people like posting on social media about going to the parks, whatever, like if that makes them happy, yeah, whatever. And I guarantee there's like hundreds of thousands, millions of people around the world who are watching their content that may never be able to go to Disneyland or Walt Disney World or whatever in their lives. And now they get to sort of live yeah. that experience. And I think that's a beautiful gift and to it, give people. It was cool. I, I got to say, watching these last rides come or last, you know, logs come down the, the chute on Splash Mountain not being there but being somebody who loves disney i felt like i got to experience it yes and short of having tiktok if that had been before that time 
I may have read an article about it and been like, oh, I bet that was cool. But like, I didn't get to sort of feel like all these people like singing zippity doo dah and yeah. and the cheering and everything. And by watching it, somebody live streaming, and I was like, oh, that was cool. I didn't spend an hour doing it, but I watched it for you know ten minutes, and I was like, that's really cool. You know what I realized is that Disney adults are sort of like Peter Pan, and people who hate on them are like Captain Hook. Yeah, or the dad. Yes. Mr. Darling. Yes. You know, so let's... A little less noise. A little, little less, less noise. noise. A little less TikTok. Yeah. A little less live, please. <laughs> no, like, let's let's let people be who they are. It's not ruining your life at all. So the, that being said, I want to give it up to the Disney adults out there yes. who are out there living their best life, trying the foods, going on the rides, making really funny videos. Yeah. Um, actually, I had a friend of mine uh, from years ago who reached out to me recently because she, you know, saw that we were doing the yeah. podcast. She's a big Disney fan. And she's like connected to a lot of those Disney adult people. I didn't oh, know cool. this, but she works, um, she's a costumer. Nice. Uh, and she's done a lot of like Disney stuff over the years. So through that, it's connected with, you know, people who are sort of in that world. Um, and she actually sent me a message the other day. She was with like that beastly appetite guy. I don't know if you mm-hmm. follow that I've guy. Him, yeah. He does like the top 10 places to poop yes. at, at Disneyland. <laughs> at Disneyland. Um, so she was like, I got his phone number. If you ever want to connect with <laughs> him, I was him like, on. boom, let's get beastly appetite yes. on the show. I think that'd be a ton of fun. I mean, I he's just... already doing a countdown of top 10 places to poop I, at Disneyland. <laughs> I don't know if we'll do that list on our show, but um, I'm sure he's got some other great lists. Maybe in the bonus that bonus we could chat about. Stuff. So shout out to all the Disney adults out there. You are living your best life. Yes. And for that, I applaud you. And if you have an issue with it, then maybe we, you know, look, let's look at ourselves in the mirror and say, like, well, how can I live my best life? I think that's what that's a message for. But uh, sad that uh, Splash Mountain is no more. But I'm, no I more. am excited about Tiana. I am the too. sort of refurbishment. I think that's Tiana. great. I think it's time. Yeah. I know that you know some people are like, well, you're getting rid of this like historical thing that I grew up with, and blah blah blah. But like, the reality is, is that like the story that exists in Splash Mountain wasn't one that any of us grew up with we just sort of got like married to this idea of like splash mountain as a thing like the ride isn't going anywhere no you're gonna ride in this same log the same vessel i'm guessing on the same track in the same water and if you really want to hear zippity doodah put in some headphones when it opens as tiana's place and listen to zippity doodah while you ride it and i'm sure you'll be able to feel like 100 percent. that's what spotify is for um but i'm excited for the rebrand i also love that disney Land. I didn't see if World is doing this, but uh, Disneyland announced that they're rebranding like that French restaurant yeah. that's supposed to be all like, you know, Tiana, Princess and mm-hmm. the Frog vibe as well. Yep. And I love that they're and leaning it's gonna into be a that. quick service restaurant, which Ooh. I they need more of those. They need more because that area has a lot of like a lot sit, of sit down, down places, vibes, but it just gets kind of cramped yeah. Yeah. with the exception of Bengal barbecue, which we will get to in a later episode. Yes. It's not in the French area. It's right on the other side of the bridge from Pirates of the Caribbean. Sure, like almost at Swiss Family Robinson. Right by Swiss Family Robinson. And great segue because uh, I was just, I've been (laughs) going deep into the sort of like depths of Disney news. And they did announce towards the the end of last year that they're working on a whole redesign Mm. for that tree, you know, which was Swiss Family Robinson when it first opened. And they made it Tarzan. And it was Tarzan. Yeah. Tarzan never really, I think, connected yeah. in terms of like being one of those iconic Disney films and so they it's been closed for a while yeah. now but they're redoing the whole thing they haven't announced uh, an opening date but they, there's some like concept imagery yeah. that exists out there and they're sort of modernizing of like the gifts that the family would have given sort of to each each other is it but is it going back to swiss family robinson or is it yeah but it's like a modern twist okay sure on if these people were stranded sure and built this house gotcha, in gotcha. a tree sort of situation yeah. and these really cool um 
gifts that they would give each other. There's this one, uh, like these, the, there are these like fascinating, uh, rooms. And one of them is like, uh, mother's music den. And there's like Ooh. this concept art. There's like big pipe organ and a harp Ooh. and all these books and all this sorts of stuff. I think it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. And I, I think it'll help a lot, you know, to maybe break up some of the traffic sure. in that area of the park, because you sort of have this like, because Indiana Jones is closed right now. Yeah. So you have this dead zone between like Jungle Cruise yeah. and Pirates. You need something to sort of divert. Move it, move it. Move people, people. yeah, move exactly. You know, there's a Disney theory that mm. I just thought of because you were talking about Tarzan and especially the treehouse part of Tarzan. Have you heard the Disney theory that Tarzan and Elsa are brother and sister? Wait, what? Tarzan and Elsa and Anna are all siblings. Wait, what? How? how? Because... Tarzan, yes, is uh, the parents are on the boat. The boat crashes, mm-hmm. right? They get stranded on this island. They raise Tarzan as much as they can, but then they get killed by the jaguar. The apes take him over, right? right. But the parents, if you look at the dad, he's got a big mustache, kind of handlebar mustache. Okay, and they say that in theory, when Elsa and Anna's parents left to go to that wedding. They were the parents that were on the ship. They are those parents. But where... So how does Tarzan factor... Was mom pregnant then? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So he... Oh, so they actually didn't go down. The, the, the ship the landed ship on an island right. somewhere. Yes. And they survived yes. for the time being. Yes. Whoa. Now, there's another theory that ties it even more together. Okay. That... The ship that Ariel in Little Mermaid is sort of like where she finds the Snarfblatt and the Dinglehopper yeah. is the same ship that Elsa and Anna's parents that it crashed. Uh, it's sort of like crashed and on the rocks near an island or yeah. something, right? And then sort of drifted out into the ocean. That's where Ariel sees it. But then the parents lived through the crash or the, sh- the sinking, right. essentially, washed up on this island stayed on the island until the jaguar killed them, but that would mean that Elsa and Anna and Tarzan are brothers and sisters. Wait, so then... Sisters and brother. Wait, so then would the story of Anna and Elsa and their parents' ship crashing predate Eric and his family living in that castle? Because if they crashed right by there, then wouldn't they have lived in the jungle? So would Tarzan have lived in the jungle near... I think the the theory would be that the... Because they're not super close to Eric's castle. They go there. But I don't think that like where Ariel lives in the ocean, I think it's more a deeper part of the ocean. Oh, copy. Okay, got you. So the ship like sunk out in the middle, but they may have have swum to another island or something like that. Oh, wow. That's wild. Pretty wild. I just want to know where Andy's mom figures into this whole story. <laughs> I want to know who she's related to, who's she the mom of. Oh, that's so good. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what's going on with uh, with the old Swiss Family Robinson tree, which Great. I guess is going to be Swiss Family Robinson again. But one other exciting piece of Disney news is that right now the Lunar New Year celebration is going on. Um, I was looking at some of the imagery the other day of what's going on at California Adventure Park here in Southern California. They've got some special costumes that make and Minnie are walking around in. I know that uh, Mulan uh, and Mushu are making their way through the park. They're doing the uh, Mulan's Lunar New Year procession. Um, they've got a bunch of special like foods and drinks that are out right now and different like kid-friendly crafts, tons of festive decor and commemorative merchandise. Uh, it is the year of the rabbit, Eric. Did you, uh, did you know that? I did not know that. 
So that's what that's what we were celebrating. So we're we're welcoming in, ushering in uh, the new year, and I love that um, that Disney is a part of that as well. And actually, uh, another segue is you know speaking of magic keys and all the things, I actually. I'm going to be making my first trip to the parks mm, of this wow. year. Uh, that'll be next week. Woo! Next week, we are going for Sweetheart Night. Oh, yeah, you were saying. They're doing these like, you know, Disneyland after dark things, which they haven't mm-hmm. done in a number of years. And so I think this is one, maybe the first night that they're doing it. Cause it's all like leading up to Valentine's sure. Day and... It'll be closed, I think, from 9 to nine p.m. to 1 a.m. It's mm-hmm. like a ticketed event. Only us who got the tickets will be in there. They'll have special, you know, like uh, couples characters yeah, will be yeah. sort of roaming through the park. They're going to have, you know, special photo lanyards op and places, photo ops, yeah. all that sort of stuff. I think there's like a like a dance yeah, that yeah. they're going to have sort of going on. And like the, like, you know, romantic Disney characters will be dancing together and you can dance awesome. with your significant other. So we're going to go out, spend the day. Could you imagine if you're dancing with Lynn and like literally Prince Charming came in and was like, Can I cut in? And you were like, Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're I like, mean, Yes, Lynn, stand over there and you start dancing. Yes, with I Prince thought you'd Charming. never asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited for that. I, I think the only uh, after hours event I've ever, well, that's not true. Uh, I think the last after hours event maybe I did was grad night. Mm-hmm. Um, which was really, really fun, you know, because I don't think all the rides are open, but like select rides yeah. are open. And because it's limited amount of people. That's, awesome. That's like when I did the the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas thing. It was oh, like okay. Very similar. I'm super excited. I've never done one of these like yeah. ticketed events. When I was a kid, um, I used to get to do after hour stuff from time to time because my dad sure. worked at the park. They did this thing every year where they would have like the employees night. And it would be one night, half of the employees would work. And then the next night, the other half of the employees would work. But it was only employees or cast members and their families. And I just remember going to that and like how cool it was to be on Main Street at like the end of the night. And I just have this very vivid memory of like looking back up towards the castle. And I think there's like maybe three people on Main Street. Amazing. Such a such a cool, cool memory. So we'll be going out next week. We're going to do, uh, I think we're going to do California Adventure during the day and then do the Sweetheart Night at night and then we'll go back the next day nice. and do Disneyland and stoked to get out there, man, uh, and see uh, see all the good stuff they got cooking at uh, cooking at the parks. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that are cooking, we've got some reviews Ooh, let's do that it. came in. You know, before we get to our countdown, one of the things we love to do on the show is to, to shout out the people who are shouting out um to us so i'll pull up uh the reviews here eric if you want to uh take take the first one and run with it these blind cold read i like it these are your favorite right um i'm gonna let you read this one because i think you're gonna appreciate the title a lot all right here we go uh (laughs) 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 told you okay so (laughs) this is great the title is i wonder if they can read dot 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 (laughs) Now, if you're new to us, uh, we always read these reviews. Yes. And when we read them on the phone, when you go to the title, the title is only so long that it can fit. And then it will put dot, dot, dot as if there's more. And we've always made a kind of a bit about, you know, trying to guess what the rest of the title might be. Yes. And sometimes hilariously so. And this person clearly is has they, been aware of that. I wonder if they counted out the exact amount of characters. <laughs> Just to get it, yeah. And so they could get it. Oh, uh, that's really good. Um, and it's from His Buff, uh, which is awesome. Thank you, His Buff. 
Uh, and they gave us five golden stars. Thank you very much. Five magical stars. Five magical stars. Yes. Uh, and they said, found these three. Yes, I'm including Chris. Hey. No, I'm not related. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Chris's mom. Okay. Um, I love that. Found these three. Yes, I'm including Chris. No, I'm not related. On the Christmas countdown, followed them back through time to the parenting podcast. And now we're here. Disney. Yep. I'm just a dad trying to spread positivity in the world for my daughters, and these two are perfectly placed in my life to wow. show how it's done. Wow. I hope they always have countdowns to do to thinly veil the real reason I listen, their friendship. Oh, That's very nice. That's very kind. Uh, listening to them just be genuine friends is so heartwarming and, yes, inspiring, and it is always a highlight of my day. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, his buff. You think it's history buff? You think that's what that stands for? Ooh, I bet. We or... like you even more. Dude, we should do a history countdown. I don't think I should co-host it. Can I host it even sure. just by myself? I'll just yeah. talk to myself about history. <laughs> Pretend I'm sitting over yes. there. Yes. Do you know my favorite thing to do is uh, with my kids? Thank, yeah. thank you for that. Uh, is when we're watching a TV show and there's like a minor reference to like any historical event. And I'm like, pause. All right, guys. Do you know what the Cold <laughs> War is? And they'll be like what and i'm like here we go and then i'll give like a 45 minute dissertation oh about my gosh. you know the cold war and what the <laughs> geopolitical ramifications were of communism versus capitalism yes. in a post world war 2 society and my kids are just like can we just watch you know <laughs> the this movie like a thrilling podcast <laughs> it's Eric. pretty good. it's pretty great sounds like it's a really natural transition <laughs> uh, now could you put like a comedic fun spin i oh, guess absolutely. on it cuz that some things might be hard to put a yes. comedic sure, sure, sure. you know there's certain things yeah. might be challenging <laughs> yeah. ten, top 10 you know terrible genocides of, the, yeah, <laughs> of history is not good yeah, oh my gosh not good, not good. uh well maybe you know maybe that'll come in 2025 yeah, yeah. Because we've got some other, you know, we do have theater countdown. Very exciting. Which is coming very, very soon. We'll tell you guys more about that soon. But uh, Eric and I are not hosting that one, actually. We've got two incredible uh, Broadway vets who are going to be uh, stars who are co-hosting a show that's all about theater, you know, from, you know, 11 o'clock numbers to cast albums, all those sorts of things. And would you guess what the title is? Theater, theater Countdown. countdown. <laughs> yeah, so check that out. If you love theater, you're going to want to make sure yeah. you watch that. I'm sure we'll start posting some links uh, on our social media and in the episode notes. Um, but I do have one more review. This was a person, as we've always said, you know, you can rate us on Spotify, but you can't review there. Yeah. So send us your review, DM us. And this person did just that. And here's what they had to say. Uh, I loved Christmas Countdown and am thrilled for Disney Countdown because much like Christmas, Disney sparks so much joy and magic. I'm from the Pacific Northwest, Northwest, but was lucky uh, to grow up going to Disneyland every year when visiting my grandparents. Little sidebar, my papa joked he was the old man rocking at the beginning of Pirates of the Caribbean in the bayou. He passed years ago and now we always wave and say, hello, papa, when we pass. I love that. Anyhow. Uh, I love watching Disney movies and listening to Disney songs to fill my magic meter, and I'm so excited to now add Disney Countdown to that list. Episode 1 and 2 did not disappoint. I can't wait for more. Uh, Left side Matterhorn is faster. Tested it last time I was there. Uh, And Indiana Jones is a clear number one winner for Disneyland rides. Well, we'll see later on in this countdown. No spoilies. Uh, I left five magical stars on Spotify. P.S. I highly suggest checking out this is what I was talking to you about in our bonus episode the other day. Uh, the playlist Disneyland Atmosphere on Ooh. Spotify. I'll put the the link in yeah. the episode notes, and I'll, maybe I'll put it on our link tree as well. Is that uh, I I had her DM me the link. Yeah. It's literally like you're just walking through the Disney parks. It's incredible. Uh, look it up on Spotify. It's all songs and sounds from the park and rides. And P P S P S. You're gonna love this one, Eric. Okay. 
Go Pack Go. No. Uh, my extended family Terrible is review. from Wisconsin, Terrible so I've been review. a Pack fan since I was a little tot. I joke, uh, I bleed green and gold. Ha, ha, ha. And this is from Emily. Um, thank you, Emily, so much for that review. And yes, I would agree. Go Pack Go. 100%. Uh, so those are our reviews for this episode. If you're listening right now and you're like, hey, I got some thoughts I'd love to share with these Disney-obsessed dudes, send them on over. Leave us a review on Apple, or you can DM us your review if you can't leave it on the platform you're listening on, and we will make sure to listen to it on this. We'll listen to it? What am I saying? We'll read it. We'll read it, and I'll but listen to myself. you'll read it, and I'll listen to it, or I'll read My it. My brain just like shut it. off for like seven <laughs> seconds there, and then I was like, reboot. You're saying things that don't make sense right now. We will read it yes, we so will. you can listen to That's it right. on this show. Um, um, Danny, yes. before we get to the countdown, okay. I want to do one fun little game you know that I'm games. hoping will become a every episode or maybe every other episode bit. Okay. Okay. I've seen people do this on TikTok, right. and I want to do our version of this. We are going to do a draft of Disney characters, and each time we do this, it could be for, like, you're going to draft... Um, who you would want to be stuck on a desert island with. Which okay. Disney characters, which five Disney characters would you want to be stuck on a desert island with? Okay. Or which five Disney characters would you want to, if you were raiding a town, who would you want to like <laughs> be with you as you raided a town? Who would you want if you were playing volleyball? Who, wow. you know, who would you want if you were trying to make a great meal? Okay. So these are all little like store like uh, themes that we can sort of draft for okay but let's start with the most classic of drafts with a fantasy football draft i am so game <laughs> so each of us and once a character is taken it is out of uh out of they're off the board off the board okay. we will do a rock paper scissors for first choice okay and we're gonna do five disney characters okay to make your fantasy football team so you're gonna do a quarterback a running back a wide receiver a tight end and a defense. Whew. Okay. I am so not prepared for this, but I think this. I know this awesome. is good. We, this is unplanned, which okay. I think is kind of a fun way to do it. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure there will be better answers than what we come up with. Okay. But this is kind of fun to do it off the dome. I'm in. Okay. So first, let's do rock Are paper we scissors. Do one, two, three, go. Yes. Okay. And it's just the winner, not best of three. Okay. Ready? Ready? One, two, three, go. Oh, winner. Me. Okay. Sure, so I have the first choice. Okay. I am gonna one tiny little help for us both. I pulled up. I I searched on, um, uh, the what's this thing called? The internet. Um, <laughs> this thing. It's spelled G O O G. I searched up like a picture with a bunch of, um, uh, a bunch of Disney characters. Oh, okay, like one fun. of those big, huge. Should I do the same? Yeah, if you want. So I'm like looking at a general like oh a big like miss mosh of. Of like wow. thousands of Disney characters from all the different movies and TV shows okay. and stuff like that. All right, but I'm gonna go. Are you? Are you? We don't have to draft positions nope. in order. You nope. Can you just, can take oh, okay. whoever you want. Copy that. Um, and then you guys who are watching or listening to this yeah. can vote who you think would win in the actual okay. game. Um, okay. Let me do a quick little scan of this thing here to just see where I want to <laughs> go. This is here. fun. Okay. I got my first pick. Okay. Because I see it and this is good. I'm going wide receiver. Okay. Peter Pan. Ooh, that's Peter smart. Pan, <laughs> he can fly. Th that's basically all that you need. Really He's really going to go way up high. I don't have a quarterback yet, but I'm going to get somebody that can launch it high. Okay. So I'm taking Peter Pan, wide receiver. Oh, my gosh. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, all right. I'm going to see your Peter Pan, and I'm going to go. You could call him 
a wide receiver? Sure. Actually, I feel like this is, you know, in fantasy football where like you'll have like a slash, like like Taysom Hill can be yes, quarterback yeah. or tight sure, end. Yeah. This person feels like they could be that because they could be anything. And that person is going to be, I guess I'll just put him as a wide receiver, Genie. Dang, that was my <laughs> next pick. I was going to go Genie at quarterback. Ooh. But you're putting him a wide receiver. I think I'm going to put him a okay. wide receiver. Yeah, I'm going to go Genie at wide receiver. That's my that's All right. my first pick. That's fair. Um, okay, hang on. I'm looking here. Uh, i got to write I'm, this down because I'm going to forget. I'm perusing. Uh, i got Genie as a wide receiver. This is exciting. I'm, okay. You know, you know who I'm going to put at tight end? And this, I'm, oh, I'm, dra- I am drafting round? way Whoa. out of order. <laughs> this is okay. not a good way to go. But just because I passed, it, no, maybe I'll save it. I'll save that one. I'm gonna, I gotta get a QB here. Let me. I'm looking here now. <laughs> I'm gonna explain my strategy here, okay. and you may say, "Well, that's a dumb strategy." Part of me wants to go Mickey at quarterback. Oh, interesting. Only because like Mickey knows how to be the center of a massive attention, a massive machine, right? right? But Mickey's very short. You don't really want a short quarterback. Yeah, so maybe that's a lineman. Right, that might be a terrible choice. Um, but if that's where your heart is leading you, I'm gonna do it because I'm gonna say he's gonna be like like uh, uh, Doug Flutie. He may be oh, short, okay. but like he's got the magic in him. Okay, so I'm gonna go Mickey, kind of like Kyler Murray. You know, yes, Kyler Murray's short guy, short as well, yeah. but he's got the magic. So I'm gonna okay. go at QB, the one and only. Mickey T. Mouse. I think Mickey T. Mouse. I think that's a great selection. Okay. So for me, I don't, well, now that you picked a quarterback, I can just, maybe I should go running back here because everybody else is going to be on the sure. board for me uh, at, at QB. Um, so who's somebody who's really, really fast? Um, <laughs> well, you already know who you're going to, yeah, who you're going to pick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, oh, uh, oh, I got some good ones. Oh, I mean, this feels, this feels like a no-brainer to me now that I'm looking at okay. this person. I feel like I could assign them to a few different positions. But what are you going to assign them at? I feel like I'm going to assign them... I'm going quarterback. Okay. And my quarterback is going to be Robin Hood. Ooh! Because his I like aim... It. I like he's it. incredible. Super aim. That's a great call. And he's very cunning. He's not going to be afraid to take risks. Yep. You know, when, when he's, he's out a Brett there. Favre, that makes sense yeah. that you would pick him. Oh, I, he's I, a gunslinger. He's a gunslinger. And oh, that's yeah. what I love. Like think about Robin hood to genie. Like that is like a magic <laughs> connection right there. I'm feeling pretty good. So good. Robin okay. hood is going right. to be, are you writing these down? So we keep I'm writing mine down. Oh, okay. I should write mine down as <laughs> so well. Eric's team so far. What did I say? You Mickey have a QB, Mickey, a QB, you had uh, Peter Pan at wide receiver. Peter Pan at wide receiver. Now I'm going to give you my running back. Okay. Dash. Oh. Dash from the Incredibles. So good. I'm going dash at running back. Okay. Unstoppable. Too fast. Oh, my god. Can't gosh. be caught. He is incredibly fast. That's you right. You see what I did there? That's right. Um, okay. Well, now the pressure's on me to have another pick here. I'm trying to write down your picks very, very quickly. All right. So right now, let's do a recap of lineups at QBU and Mickey at um, – Wide receiver, you have Peter Pan. Yeah. And then at running back, you've got Dash Incredible. Yep. And then for me, at QB, I've got Robin Hood. Wide receiver is going to be a Genie. And then I think for my running back, oh, man. There are a couple directions I feel like I could go here. Okay. But you've already taken a running back, haven't you? No. Yeah, you took 
Yeah, you took dash. dash. I took dash. So yeah. this again, this is the benefit of going second. Mm-hmm. Is maybe I take a stronger defense or tight end to block you from getting the best option. Could be on defense. Could be. So when we talk about defense, let's be clear about this. Yes. Okay. What I imagine. Yeah. Is that you would have eleven of whatever character you pick. Okay. So if you picked Captain Hook for defense, right. you would have eleven Captain Hooks. Okay. All across your line. Okay. I don't think I'm going to go Captain Hook, but I think I'm in between two two people here. Okay. Um, do you want? Should I tell yeah, you who you I'm in between? Me. Yeah. Okay. But that might tip you off to maybe take the other one. True. If I tell you. Whatever. I don't care. Um, I am in between Beast for Ooh. defense Ooh. or Tarzan. You gotta go beast. For beast defense. is yeah, much. I, I feel like beast is, but I'm trying to think, is there anyone else stronger that I'm not thinking about right now that is incredibly dynamic? Oh, maybe I'm not even thinking. I don't know what this pounding is going on. <laughs> Somebody wants to get their pick hurt. Yeah. Maybe I'm not thinking about this from a broad enough scope. Okay. You know who'd be really good? Who? Ursula. With all the tentacles. Ooh. Imagine and 11, 11 sets of tentacles. I don't care how and fast she Dash is. she could be the big Ursula. You never yeah, know. There's exactly. No, you know, I think... Pre-poked Ursula. Yeah, I was even considering Elsa might be great too because... Ooh, of the, just freeze everybody. She could just freeze everybody. Yeah. Or like set a wall of ice. Yeah. Who are you going to go with though? What's the... What's I mean, I, when it comes to defense, you got some. You got to have someone that's mean. Yeah. And Ursula is mean. I love the idea of 11 Ursulas oh on a line. I face that team ever. <laughs> And I like the idea of like bigger Ursulas on the defensive line and then like smaller, skinnier Ursulas yes. that are like the cornerbacks. And does and she have her safety. heels with her? Yeah. They kind of know. are a package deal. Yeah, they really are. So I'm going defense, my third pick, Ursula. I like it. Okay. Um, okay. My next pick for tight end. Okay. I'm going Hercules. <sighs> Brilliant. Hercules tight end. Good blocking, wow. uh, blocking tight end. Occasionally, if you need him to catch a ball. He can do it. He's yeah. like a Gronk. Yep. You could go. What if you went with Gronk from Emperor's New Groove Ooh. as the tight end to be like Gronkowski? Hercules is good. I think that's but yeah. A so really, I'm going really Hercules uh, tight end. Okay. Uh, then I am gonna go. Okay. Uh, here, I think I'm going. I think I'm gonna go tight end as well with this pick, and I am going to select. Oh gosh, I feel like there's so many incredible uh, characters that we're not like. I'm trying to think of somebody that flies. I'm trying to think of somebody who has some sort of magic. Um, oh, you know who would have been a great defense? Who? I know you haven't picked it yet, but uh, Stitch. Ooh yeah, he is. Does he shape shift? I feel like he kind of does, doesn't yeah, he? I think so. Yeah, and he's just vicious. Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody who flies. I'm trying to think oh, of you know, somebody. If you wanted a shapeshifter, isn't one of the characters in Encanto? One oh, of the... Camilo. Camilo. Yes. He'd be a good defense. Even oh, though he's just a little boy. so good. He he'd could turn so, into so Dick good. Buckus or something. You know, like a good Bears player. Uh, you know, oh, to... jeez. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Let me make my picks. We don't have to talk about the, the Bears anymore over here. I think for my tight end, I want to go with somebody who's big, somebody who's fast, uh, somebody who, I don't know, I, I feel like, but also has a little heart and could work with a team well. I'm, I'm going to go with Beast. I think I'm going with Beast as my tight end. That's strong. Yeah. That's literally. very strong. Yeah, um, Beast is going to be my tight end. Um, okay, so all I have left is my defense, right? Yep. Okay, I'll tell you 
who I'm thinking. Okay. I'm between Gaston. Ooh. A bunch of Gastons. But he's kind of like petty. I feel like, I feel he, like he's, I feel like he's fake hard. strong. He's fake strong. Yeah. So he's off the table. You could go 11 Mufasas. Ooh. Those are, they're mean. Yeah. They can be Mufasa big and tough, right? is brutal, yeah. Now, but here's what I think I'm going to go with. Okay. But I have to look up what his name is because I want to say it correctly. Um, hang on. Let me pull it up. Okay. This is who my choice is for my defense. Okay. Imagine 11 of these. Kerchak from Tarzan. That's the silverback gorilla. Oh, dude. Who's like, he's Whoa. cranky and big and fast. Wow. That's that, a good doesn't one. Doesn't he feel like a good defensive Yes. That feels really, really strong. Kerchak. I like that a lot. So my team, before yep. you do your last choice, is okay. Mickey at QB. He's throwing deep bombs to Peter Pan. Once they've set up the deep pass and nobody's expecting the run, they drop it down to Dash. He's like Barry Sanders just scoring at will. Then you got uh, if you need a block somebody to block somebody, yes. we got Hercules just clearing the way for Brilliant. Dash. Brilliant. Brilliant. And then when we got our defense, it's eleven Kerchaks. Kerchak. That's yeah. a strong. How do you, how do you spell Kerchak? Uh, K E R C H A K. Kerchak. Okay. Boom. Yeah. That's really strong. Oof. All right. So this running is back, fun. I like this. Running back. I gotta say, I am in between two characters okay. right now. Both very fast. Sure. Uh, both very sort of like shifty, can move around a lot. I'm in between Lightning McQueen Ooh. and Frozone. Ooh, from both, Incredibles. Both good choices. I, I wonder the my only hesitation with Lightning McQueen is no hands. How is he going to hold the ball? Just throw it into the front seat, and you can't get it out because it's inside a car. How are you going to make him fumble? Is it in his brain then? Because if we're looking <laughs> at the actual. <laughs> <laughs> or, That's a really good point. <laughs> organic <laughs> makeup of way. Lightning McQueen. If he rolls down his window, his driver's side window, is, and you put a, a football in there. Are you putting it into his head? It in his brain? That's a really good question. Well, then what would be the equivalent? Actually, my daughter and I do this when we're going through the drive-thru, and like the soap gets on the windows. I go, oh, it's on my, it's on my hands now. Yep. It's on my hands. Yeah. Now we're washing the, the legs. May, okay. All right. I think. Who was your wait, other one, though? Frozone. That's great. You think so? He's Are you encouraging me? No, with no, this no. Pick? I okay. really, I'm, okay. I'm legitimately telling okay. you. I think you have a better chance. You'd have a better chance with Frozone because so. think of how fast he is. Yeah. With those like, and he he's also like, it's it's like a stiff arm, but he's using his ice to like yeah. just push and people you're like out of the way. After him, and you're like, whoa! Oh, you're you know, slipping on the you're, ice. You're done. L- imagine those Kerchaks. All these Kerchaks just all over the place. All right. the place. I think I think you've convinced me. Oh, that's good. Uh, I'm gonna go, dude. If this was doing talk to text the entire time you were talking, it's like Frozone. <laughs> yeah, he also. It's like a stiff arm, but he's using his ice. Yeah, and you're like chasing after those five. Take. That's what my my notes app that's now cool. says. Uh, all right. So with my fifth selection, my final selection for our inaugural uh, Disney Fantasy Team Draft, I'm gonna take Frozone. As my running back. I love it. I'm feeling pretty good. So my team to recap is at quarterback, we've got Robin Hood with that incredible aim for wide receiver. We've got Genie who can shift into all these different things, can appear over here, appear over there, could grant wishes. Yeah. Got, God, I wish uh, that. I wish I had caught that ball. I wish I had caught that ball. <laughs> well, don't worry. <laughs> Boom. Touchdown. Uh, running back, we got Frozone. Uh, tight end, the beast that is beast. And then the scariest defense that might have ever been assembled, 11 Ursulas. Is it 11 or? Oh, yeah, it's 11. Yeah. yeah 11. W- with, that would be 88 ten- tentacles. Ooh, it would. Woo! That was some quick math. 
Wow. That's why I I'm This is good. good. This I enjoy yeah. this this segment. We so hopefully hopefully you guys enjoyed this and we can post this as a poll on our yeah. social media. People can vote what they think is best. I mean um, this is good. All right. So that was yeah, I think Disney team draft. And then we can change what the team like what we're drafting for uh, each time we do it. But that was okay. fun. That Amazing. Was good. Should we go to the countdown now? Let's do it. Let's do it. Here we go, Chris. All right, folks, that means it's time for the countdown. I got my magic band on. Oh, yeah, that's good. Um, all right, just as a reminder, my 10 through 6, and then I'll give you my number 5. Yeah. Uh, these are top 10 Disneyland rides. <laughs> um, Disneyland Park? Disneyland Wait, Park. so. I had, what, I had one. I think you had two California Adventures on there. Let's see. I'll say them. I had Pirates of the Caribbean at 10. Yeah. Guardians at 9. That's California Adventure. Yeah. Uh, where's 8. Eight was uh, Small World. Seven was Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Mm. And six was Goofy Sky School. Also, yes. California Adventure. But the list has already been made. So we're with Wait, new- so you're not, so you're leaving it on there? I'm going to leave those in the slots. Oh, in those slots. Work. Okay. Yes. Okay. But for your top five, are we going Disneyland Park? Uh, yes. I will take off my, I had one selection. I'll tell you what it was when we get to it. It warms my heart. Um, okay. But so <laughs> my number five selection is going to be, oh, this is a good one. Okay. Ooh, I love this ride. Could it be a number one? Mm, no, but it could be at number three. Oh, okay. It's at five, but it could be at three. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that's Soren. Oh, wait. I love Soren. That's a oh, California, California Adventure. Adventure? <laughs> oh shoot, it is. I had two that were a California Adventure. Then shoot, no, I gotta just. These are my my picks. But then, what are you gonna do when we do the California Adventure countdown? I can do a countdown. You'll, you'll keep that it on there. Is only Cal- California Adventure. Okay. But this is in my mind, including all. All right. I kind of like it because I'm imagining all like the Disneyland purists who are like, this guy, <laughs> this guy. Come for me. Come for me in the comments. <laughs> I dare you. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm going Soren. You're keeping it. Huh? Soren around the world at number five. Um, I love Soren. Such a great ride. Oh, I love it for many reasons. Okay. I love the queue. Oh. I like the queue in a lot of these. I like the outside queue is fine, but then once you get into the little like hangar. There's a really cool thing. There's all these pictures of old like fighter jets and um, like sort of test pilots and stuff like that yeah. and the planes they flew. Yeah. My grandfather was a test pilot. Wait, what? Yes. And he flew. I can't remember the exact plane that he flew, but I think the plane that he flew is one of the pictures in, really? in that hallway there. Do you know which one it is? I don't. I'll, I'll okay. find out from my, my uncle knows. Okay. Um, but I always like just looking at that stuff. Um uh, the other part that I love in the queue is Patrick Warburton. Oh, who he's hysterical. Is, uh, putty on uh, Cuddy, Putty. What's his name on Seinfeld? Putty. I never watched Seinfeld. Was it Putty? Putty, yeah. Yeah, Putty. Okay. Um, but he's a guy that talks like this, right? Yes. And uh, he's also the voice of Gronk in oh, Emperor's yeah. New Groove. Right. Um, but he's like the host who's like, all right, when you're bored, you're playing here for soren make sure you snap that seat buckle you know and he does all those things I it's just people, really fun. the listeners could see your face because you're doing I a do perfect the fa- I do the face. face impersonation yeah. too um so i love that part i love um trying to get the best seats 
because oh, yeah. there's definitely different Soren experiences. Yes. If you get over to the sides too much or too high or too low, you're going to see the edge of the screen. It's yeah. an enormous screen, but if you're near the edges, you see the edge in your field of view, which yes. makes it a little less. But if you can be in that second row center uh, unit. Wait, there's like do you want to be rows. second row? I want to be first row. But first row, then you're the highest and you can see the top of the. But you don't see people's feet. True, that is true. That's my one. That's feet. my one gripe: is the people kicking their feet. Sure, yeah, yeah. Nice. I guess I don't mind that because I feel like we're all on a thing together. Okay, fair enough. But so I like to try to get the best seats that I can. Okay. Um, I also love the smells of oh. Soren. You know that they pump a little bit of the smell. Oh yeah. Now there's two different Sorens. There's Soren around California, mm -hmm. and then there's Soren around the world. At Disney yeah. World, it's Soren around the world. But at California, it's it goes back and forth. Sometimes yeah, they had a world for a while. But it was world, California but they brought back, back to California. Yes. And I like the California one. It's really cool. Did you know there's a hidden Mickey in the California one? Is it the uh, fireworks over Disneyland at the end? I, every time I bring up a hidden Mickey, I'm I'm torn as to whether or not I should share it because if we do a hidden Mickey's countdown, that's true. I, I'll, this one, sure, you can. This, say this is a free one, one for yeah. the people. It's on the golf ball. You know where you're yeah. flying over the golf course and the golf ball flies. Almost at you. hits you. Yeah, there's a Mickey it. head. Oh, on really? the golf ball. Oh, and rumor is, is that that was, I feel like someone told me that was Michael Eisner who was the one hitting the ball. Really? I don't know if that's true. That's I would love cool. for some sort of Disney historian yeah, to, to let us, us know that. on that. Yeah, That's pretty good. Um, that was the last thing I was going to say was the golf ball. I love yeah. when the golf ball comes flying at you. And even though I know it's coming, I still like, yeah. I still <laughs> jerk out of the way. There's just something about it that is uh, so good. So I, I love Soren. Just always have really, really loved that ride. It, it was a game changer. Game changer. Game changer yeah. in the ride world. And I mean, again, as we talked about in the previous episode, there's other theme parks that will do these sort of like mixed experiences of like moving vessel with mm -hmm. some sort of screen element. Obviously, the Universal Parks have done it for years. Like lot, think yeah. back to like, you know, Back to the Future, sure. which is now the Simpsons ride. Yeah. Um, but nobody does it like Disney. Like yeah. it, like you said, the smells, every aspect of it from the moment ready for liftoff. Yeah. Like when you go up and it gets all dark. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like the clouds clear, yeah. it's sort of like flight of passage at uh, Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Which, when we get to yeah. rides over there, that one yeah. spoiler. So, like when it takes off, it's kind of fast. Yeah, like you, you're sort of like lifted. You feel yourself go up like maybe an inch, and then it goes, yes. and then you and that initial kind of like takeoff is so cool. Everyone becomes a child. Yes. In that moment. Yeah. yeah. And your is, feet are dangling, so you feel like oh, a little yeah. kid. It's great. It feels a little dangerous, yeah. but awesome at the same yeah. time. Anyway, great selection. I can't wait to list it on my California Adventure countdown <laughs> sometime in the future. Uh, all right. So recapping for me where I was at um, for my 10 through 6 as I scroll through my phone very, very quickly to find those notes uh all right so for me at number 10 i had jungle cruise uh at number nine i had star tours number eight peter pan number seven matterhorn and number six that old chestnut one of my faves buzz let your uh, astro blasters moving forward my number five is a ride that we chatted about a little bit earlier on in this episode uh in our disney news section um and that ride is splash mountain i uh, zippity doodah i love that ride so much. I think we chatted about this ride a little bit earlier on when I talked about like watching Ernest like on ABC yes. be the first person, like actual human to go riding down it. Um, but Splash Mountain, it opened July 17th, 1989, which is really fun because that was the day that Disneyland 
opened. Oh, cool. In what, 1955, right? Um, was the day Disneyland opened, uh, July 17th. So it opened as part of like the celebration cool. of Disneyland's opening, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, one thing that I've really enjoyed like researching these rides is like looking at ride duration. Because mm. I don't know if I ever consciously think about how long a ride is at Disneyland. But ever since we started doing this list, I'm like, wow, these rides are really long. Yeah. Because Splash Mountain comes in at nine minutes, 18 Ooh, seconds that's on worth, average. That's worth an hour of standing in line. Right. And in its current iteration, before the retheme, uh, it has 103 audio animatronics inside the wow. ride and so many of those i was just watching this on the uh, imagineering story the other night was that a lot of those were repurposed audio animatronics that were a part of america sings which uh is over by well now it's like an invention it was interventions but now i feel like it's like right. a star it's like the star wars launch bay or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that by autopia so there used to be a thing called america sings where you would like sit in an audience and you would sort of move around three different stages that were mm in the middle of there. Like and Carousel of Progress? I've never been on Carousel of Progress. <gasps> I know, I know, I know, I know. What? I debated whether or not I should ever reveal that to you. Oh my God. I mean, you also have to understand, <gasps> I i haven't been to Magic Kingdom a ton. And if I'm going to choose, <gasps> let's be honest here. If your choice is, what do I want to spend my time Space doing Mountain in Tomorrowland? Do I want to do Carousel of Progress or Space Mountain? Oh. I'm choosing Space Mountain. But I promise you this, Eric, when we go there, yes. uh, when Disney sends us there, you know, later on the season, I will go on Carousel it of Progress with you. I promise you that. So good. I'm going to go on it. Okay. Uh, Keep but, but anyway, so Splash Mountain, um, it was like, I think, when I think about like childhood and, you know, like a ride that like I immediately just fall in love with yeah. and it's like your ride, you're like, that's my ride. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, Splash Mountain was that for me. Like I got the Splash Mountain t-shirt. I got the Splash Mountain hat. I had like one, I had to get a souvenir that was Splash Mountain because I love that ride so much. And I will say that in my adult years, I haven't ridden it as much. Reason being, sorry, wifey, who listens to this show, my wife doesn't really like water rides. So she doesn't like to get wet. And I'm like, well, that's sort of, we're here at the park together. What am I going to go by myself? Right, yeah. But last time we went, I didn't know this, but they have the single rider option. Yeah. And I went single rider. I got on the ride in like three minutes Amazing. and I didn't even get wet at all. Where'd you sit? I sat, I think I was uh, second to the last. Yeah, that's a good spot. And the, the people who were like two in front of me, forget about it. They were buying new clothes yeah. afterwards. But I, I finally did something and I would advise anyone uh, who goes on Splash Mountain here in California or when it's reopened at Walt Disney World for the Tiana theme, uh, bring a pair of flip-flops with you to the park Put on your flip-flops to go on the ride. Just for the ride, yeah. And then your feet get all wet. That's and good. And you come off, dry your feet, and then put on your shoes and socks. Because that's my main gripe is the wet yes, socks. the wet socks is no good. Yeah. What I have resorted to is when you go, you still might get a little bit of water throughout the ride and some of those smaller drops. Yeah. But the big drop is where most of the water comes yeah. in. When you go down, as soon as you get to the bottom, like before you crash into the water is lift up your feet. Oh, that's smart. So then the water comes in. You might still get splashed, and there. but the thing that sucks is that first they, the big sort of like... Yes. just like <laughs> runs up the whole log in, yes. on the bottom, and that's when your feet get killed. So if as 
you hit the water, lift up your feet like three inches, yes. your feet will stay pretty dry. Another pro move is when you get to the big drop at the end, when you're starting to go up, lift your feet up there. Because a lot of times there's just water in the oh, boat yes. and it'll start to run from yeah. the front <laughs> yes. all the way to the back. So get your feet yes. up. But I, I will say I love that ride so much. I think maybe the most underrated part of it is that one drop that you do inside where you go down but then you come up and then you mm -hmm. level off yeah we're like he like he's sort of like peeking into the bushes and you yeah. go underneath the, the guy um i remember one specific experience when i was a kid i went on it at night and fun fact earlier that day i'd pulled the sword out of the stone Ooh. yeah i got selected cool. for the yeah. show and i pulled the sword out and they were out of medallions that day so they gave me a proclamation and it's like a picture of me like a polaroid of me with like merlin and it's like danny jordan pull da, 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 right. pulled the sword out of the stone and so when I went on Splash Mountain, I was holding on to my proclamation and the whole thing got absolutely soaked oh, no. and destroyed. So I don't have it oh, anymore. I know, but I love that drop. I feel like it, it sort of comes out of nowhere yeah. and it's a sneaky spot to get wet. But that big drop at the end, going down underneath into like the brambles and whatnot, it's just brilliant. I also love the water that shoots the like bloop, bloop. It's like oh, one, yeah. it goes over your head, but it's like, just about three inches of water. You know, they do it at Epcot too. They have that oh, sort of yes. jumping I love water. Those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, if you've never looked up, if you've never gone down the rabbit hole of either YouTube or just deep on the internet looking at funny pictures of people going down, <laughs> like where the camera, you know, takes yes. your picture. And there's funny ones of people being like super scared. You know, that's yes. funny. But then there's a lot of people that will do something funny on they know that the camera's there the best one i ever saw was somebody had made a chessboard and they had glued all the pieces as if it was mid-game yeah and then when right as they were about to go down they pulled out the chessboard i think this was at disney world because they were right next to each other yes. and the two people just looked so bored like they were playing chess <laughs> as the thing was going down the a big brilliant. drop. It's you and I got to come up with a funny one to do yeah, before yeah. it closes here. You know what we should do Countdown. is we should we should get a, a banner that says Disney Countdown Show. Yes. And then like right as we're about to go, we just hold that up and get. I'm in. That'd be a good and shot. You won't even see us. You'll just see the, yeah, the just banner. Yeah, just the banner. I then just we imagine the wind up. catching it. It's in our face. <laughs> They're like, what's Snee? What's Snee Countdown? <laughs> totally. Anyway, that's oh, my number that's five. That's we'll good. always hold a near and dear place to my heart, Splash Mountain. All right, my number four is also from California Adventure. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Well, I I figure if I already have uh, one, I'm not going to get rid of both. Okay, of them, so fair I'm just going to keep them both in. Okay. Um, I do have other selections that are from Disneyland proper. Okay. That are on, will be on our bonus episode, Ooh. my 15 through uh, 11. Okay. So you'll hear some there. Uh, but for number four for me, I'm going the Incredicoaster. Oh. I love the Incredicoaster. It's such a great ride. I still think to this day it's probably the best roller coaster I've ever been on. Really? Yeah. Wow. I just I think they do. I and here here is why. Um, <laughs> I I love the start. I love how not only do you sort of come around once you're loaded and you're in that you know little area that's waiting to take off. Yeah, right by the by the lake, by the pier kind of yeah. thing, and. They're, the fact that they have the speakers like right by your ears, so you really feel like the whole experience is just totally. for you. And then you hear Dash be like, here I come, and you're... <laughs> and he's like running really fast on the water, and then... And you just take off. I love that. I love that there's people that kind of stand there and just like watch that over and over yes. to see people get freaked out by how fast the takeoff is. Um, Did you ever go on it when it was called... Uh 
California Screaming? Yes, okay. I did, but it was not nearly as good. Yeah, and when, yet it, it's the same track, same you know, they ride. They yeah, didn't change, change the track, but there's something about the the music and the rock and roll music playing yes. right in your ears, and it's synced so much to each turn mm-hmm. and each drop that really heightens it. I mean, we talk about that yeah. all the time in the podcast about how music heightens 100%. any experience. Um, so and I love the Incredible. So I, I I just love that. Um, a few things about the attraction: it ranks as the third longest steel coaster in the United States. Whoa! Stretching to six thousand and seventy-two total feet. That's a long ride. It yeah, it's long. Um, what else was I going to tell you? Um, I love all the stuff with Edna Edna Mode. Uh, um, just I love that character and she's hysterical. So good. Um, I like that you see Elastigirl sort sort of super stretched out, which is really fun. Um, what else did I write about this? I say I think like the red like laser lights that sort of shoot off. Uh huh. It again, it makes you you're going through those same tunnels that you went through on. California, uh, California Screaming, yeah. but the ride just feels like a totally different so experience. F- it's faster and smoother. Yeah. It feels smoother. I'm sure it's not, but it feels smoother. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I love Jack Jack and, you know, I, I just, the whole thing. I it's, love the big Jack Jack at the end. I, I really like that. And my daughter loves to go on it. My son has yet to go on it. I know okay. he will love it when he eventually goes on it, but yeah. he's still a little. Yeah, he'll get there. He's eight now. He's eight. You know, this this might be the time. And he's got the magic key coming. So it's going to happen. And they have a single rider option, which I. Yeah. For those big, like, e ticket type rides, having that single rider option is great, especially as you become like a parent Mm -hmm. and your children are young and you still want to go to Disney. Yeah. But you don't want to miss out on the big ride. So having that option to do like a parent swap sort of situation is really, really, really nice. So great selection. I would imagine it's going to be on my top 10 for uh, California California Adventure. Yeah. Uh, all right, number four for me is going to be again. This was, you know, neck and neck for me as a kid. Once Splash Mountain opened, was Splash Mountain and this ride, uh, and that ride is Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I, I just there was something about is something about like the story of it. Uh, it feels so transportative. Um, in, you know, we talked about this in the previous episode. Is that like you know that you start out sort of in this bayou and that you're going by this like outdoor restaurant, and because of the lighting of the restaurant, you really can't make out a lot of the people. Like as mm-hmm. close as you are to them, yeah. Because of the way it's lit, yeah. I, I, there's got to be something strategic between yeah. this of like how they almost just all feel like silhouettes. Mm-hmm. So you could they could all be in suits sitting on the bayou <laughs> you, down you in be like Louisiana, tell. and you would have you would have no clue. Um, and just like that. The clinking of like the forks and yeah. the knives on the metal plates, because when you go to a theme park, you're not used to hearing silverware. Right. So something about that sound makes you feel like, well, I'm not at a theme park. Mm-hmm. I'm cruising down the waterway in in uh, in Louisiana. Right. Do now. you think this is a quick sidebar? Yeah. You know the Mexico ride in Epcot also goes around a restaurant. Right. It's a water ride that at a certain point of that ride sort of loops by a seating area of a restaurant. Do you think that they did that because mm. of how it was done That's in a good Disneyland? Question. I feel like some because it got is. You're totally somewhere. right that it is such a cool experience that you're on a ride and you know that those are people having lunch, but somehow it makes everything just you don't. Magical. But you don't think like. I've never once said like, oh, those are just people at the theme park with me. No. They they're feel like they're the a experience. part of the ride. Like yeah. you could have sat the same guy there for the last 50 years and I <laughs> right. believe you. Right. Have you ever eaten at the Blue Bayou before? No. Neither have I. Yeah. I've I've been to Club 33 numerous times, but never 
to the Blue Bayou. Let's put it on the list. Let's do it. When we do our day together. But, yes. but Pirates, I love it. It opened uh, March 18th, 1967. Uh, timeline of the ride is like 17th century. Um, I love, there's certain elements of the, of the ride that I love is, uh, I love the hidden Mickeys. Again, I know I keep going back to this. I don't have any evidence or facts to back this up. but Those are my favorite kind of facts. But I believe, <laughs> as far as I know, it might have the most hidden Mickeys mm. in a ride. And not all of those rides are actually, or uh, Hidden Mickeys are actually Mickeys. Sure. Because Mickey, Hidden Mickeys don't just have to be Mickey's silhouette or, you know, his body yeah. or his face or whatever. It could be goofy. It could be dumb. Isn't there one that's like a bunch of rocks that when you look at it from a certain direction looks um, like Donald what, or on something? On what ride are we talking about? On Pirates? Maybe. Is it? Maybe. <laughs> well, I guess we have to save have it. to save it for the Hidden Mickeys right, we'll episode. It, it might be, it just might be my favorite Hidden Mickey Ooh. at any of the parks. Right. I think it's brilliant. Um, but but I love it. I love the song. It never gets old for me. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Like Small World, Pirates of the Caribbean. You can hear these songs so many times and they never, ever get old. Uh, and, you know, the classic moments of like, you know, the guys in the prison cell trying to get the, the key <laughs> from, from the dog. Uh, actually, my dad knew a guy when he worked at Disneyland um, who was like worked in the gift shop. Yeah. And on one of those employee nights that we were talking about, um, he, one of the things he wanted to do was he wanted to get a photo down there. So he volunteered to work that ride that night. Yeah. And he has a picture of him standing with the other three guys. Oh, and he's that's in, cool. the, in the cast member costume for Pirates. So he looks like yeah, one yeah. of the guys. He's like. <laughs> and that's I was cool. like, that's got to be one of the most epic yeah. Disney photos I have ever seen. But yeah, Pirates. I love it. It's it's a must ride for me every single time uh, I go there. I also love maybe underrated is like the gift shop right after you get off yeah, of it's Pirates. Because it's very themed. And they used to have this. um thing i don't think it's there anymore where you could make like a custom like pirate's booty coin doubloon, doubloon and yeah. you could like stamp it oh, but you had like this big metal crank and you go ka-chunk and that'd be like first letter and then you change the letter and go ka-chunk. and then when you're done it would spit it out i have it it's like this it's that. like this it's not like round it's sort of like weird edged silver coin yeah and it says like danny 1987 that's cool. i'll have to bring it in and put it here yeah, with the yeah. rest of our little I love that our little goodies that we have but yeah that's number four for me is going to be uh pirates um and one little final fun fact about that uh is that this was the final attraction that, that walt worked on yeah um, before for his death and it clocks in at over 15 minutes wow this ride so you're getting your money's good. worth. You may, Absolutely. You know, we argue about like, God, I can't believe I waited 45 minutes for this ride. Yeah. You waited 45 minutes to ride for 15. That's a pretty that's, good exchange. That's fair. That's right? fair. Yeah. Anyway. It's, we should like a, the exchange Ooh. rate, but we should come up with a phrase for like- Wait time. The ratio to like wait time to ride experience what and what and figure out like a mathematical formula that the enjoyment of the ride yes. is X- and you know some X sort of plus y equals like what is the best value return on your <laughs> right. investment yeah. for time weighted yes in line like certain rides the enjoyment is much higher so it is it's worth having a longer wait whereas if the enjoyment you'd have to figure out how to calculate what is the quantifiable enjoyment yeah, how do you level. quantify enjoyment yeah i don't know tricky. anyway um, if, all right if somebody can do that <laughs> please let us it. know um all right so our number or our not our my my number 3 selection for greatest rides at disneyland is going to be rise of the resistance ooh the new star wars ride it's good it is awesome okay it breaks a lot but it is awesome. I've only done it once. Okay. Uh, and when I went, 
boy, was it uh, an epic journey to just ride that dang ride. Totally. Because it was, you know, the it was closed, and then it was open, and then we had a time, and then it d- closed again during our time, and then we went back, and it was open again, and we waited in line for about an hour, and then right as we were about to start the actual experience, they were like, we're closed. Oh. And so then we waited an extra, like, 45 minutes at the front, essentially the front of the line wow. um, for the thing to get fixed. But the reason for that is, first of all, once you get on the ride, if you've never ridden it, it's like free-moving cars, essentially. They don't look like they're on a track. They're sort of computerly on a track, but they're not on a physical track. Right. And And there's sensors everywhere, and it's really cool and very smooth. But the problem is, they were telling me, they were like, if anything, if anybody's a hat falls off, a ring falls off, and it gets onto that floor... They have to shut everything down because they have to make sure that it's gone because it can get in the way of the sensors. It can trip up the um, the cars because right. everything is so specific. So right. I get it, but kind of a pain because it shuts oh, down. But yeah. how amazing. Have you ridden it yet? I have. Yeah. So the queue is amazing. Obviously, they've figured out that the queue should be great, and it's in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, which is a very cool experience, um, whether you're into Star Wars or not. Then I love the what I'm calling the pre-ride. Oh, yeah. So you yeah, at yeah, once yeah. you think you're like, all right, now we're on the ride. You're like, here we go. You get on this little sort of shuttle. And essentially all that's actually happening is I think the shuttle, like you step into a little monorail size car. Yeah. It probably lifts up like an inch, shakes a bit. They do make it feel like you're flying through space. It lands and the other door opens. So it's not actually going anywhere. Right. But golly, it sure does oh feel gosh, like you, you really take do. off from like Andor and are flying through space and then land on the Death Star. 100%. It's really cool. Or and maybe not the Death Star, but some no, empire. It is, Star. is it the it's, Death Star? It's on the flight deck okay. at the Death Star. I think the you Death get Star. sucked in. Yes. Yeah. yeah the tractor yeah. beam pulls you in. <laughs> but when you come out of that thing and you see that room full of stormtroopers. Oh, dude. It is so effective. And I had like seen pictures of the ride yeah. before I ever went on it and I knew it was coming. But once you actually see it and the way that they through force perspective and all their Disney tricks make it seem like you are in space. Dude, you can wild. see like the, the big door is open and you can see all the stars yes. in the distance and these like what seems like 100, 200 uh, stormtroopers standing there waiting for you is so cool. It really is so effective. And the cast members, let's give it up for them and their commitment. Yes. Total commitment. To being like actual like sergeants or whatever yeah. it they're is. They're kind of mean to you. They're like, they're come really, on, they're go. Like, Get this way. You're over go. there in that line. Yeah. And they never smile. They never, never break yep. character. It's really good. It's it's incredible. Um, And then the actual ride is amazing. Not only does it have so many different locations yeah. that you go through on the Death Star. One of my favorites is when you're in like some area and the death star is having those big cannons like shooting out at something and you're just kind of going underneath them but they look so big and it really feels like what what am i experiencing right now (laughs) i really feel like i'm there and then i love when kylo ren's lightsaber comes through the roof and like cuts through the ceiling above you it the whole thing is so cool i had heard this is an amazing ride you gotta ride it you gotta ride it and it was one of those things that like actually lived up to the hype, dude. So I, I agree. Rise of the Resistance, number three. And I'm not even a big Star Wars fan, yeah. But like getting to do it, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I could imagine how if you were like like a Star Wars head and oh. you're obsessed with Star Wars, like getting to go on that ride 
must have been dreams like, come true. Dreams come true. Yeah. Like when you're riding underneath the legs of the at ats. Oh, amazing. That's really, really cool. And just again, we keep going back to this, but like the technology of, of Disney, the Imagineers, what they're able to do in terms of like, who would have ever thought that you would put people on a ride with no track? Yeah. But it would go exactly where, where it's meant. Even like Autopia has a track. Yeah. You know, even though you got a steering wheel, they're like, well, you're not letting you go over there. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's brilliant. Obviously, they've taken that technology and, and applied it to to Ratatouille yeah. uh, as well. And that's another you know brilliant experience. So great, great selection. Uh, did not make my list, but I can appreciate sure. from a, a fan perspective how incredible it is. Um, speaking of fandom... Um, one of the movie franchises that I am most obsessed with is Indiana Jones. Mm. I think Indiana Jones, it's just like him as a character, you know, you and I both like history, like seeing him go through these like historical times and, you know, the, the temple of doom and all these things is just incredible. And when I heard as a kid that they were going to do an Indiana Jones ride, I was like, this is going to be absolutely incredible. Yeah. And I think from the first time I ever wrote it up till today, like it still has that same impact yeah on me like it's just like the mix of the audio animatronics of indiana jones with all the special effects and the fire bombs and everything that goes on inside of there plus you again you talk about cue like that is one of the most epic cues it's good ever now it's a little different because like you know the way they'll sort of like hold people back like before you walk into the temple and a lot of times once you get past that portion you might walk for like a couple minutes before you stop yeah again but i can remember being a kid and like when the ride first opened like right the line line would be like three hours long and you'd be waiting outside which is cool because like they got the old like radio playing there of like the old like 20s and 30s or 40s music big band stuff which is great uh and then i remember as a kid they don't do this anymore but they used to give out these little like decoder cards oh that's cool because you know how there's all like the hieroglyphics inside so all that actually says stuff Oh, wow. And they used to give out, I, I'm sure I've got it in a tub somewhere. Yeah. We could probably go on eBay and find them. Um, is like, A is this symbol. B is this symbol. So while you were Crack waiting in code, line, yeah. you could be like figuring out what it said. That's smart. Uh, and I love like the room where like you, you shake the bamboo and like the ceiling with the spike starts to close in on yeah. you. Or like there's the guy who's down in the in the hole and you pull the rope. And he's yeah. like, and you hear the thing break. It's like, oh, great. You ruined the whole thing. <laughs> um, I just think that's brilliant. Um, and honestly, to this day, if I get the seat that's the steering wheel, <laughs> I am like the so most excited happy. guy. Yeah. And, and I'm like, all right, everyone buckle up. Like, I, I don't know if you do this on rides, but like Indiana Jones might be the only one I do this. But I get into the story. Yeah. Like when you're going through the, the one room where like the spears are shooting over your head, yeah. I go, Whoo. Oh yeah, and I'll act like I grab one and throw it back. Like I'm just like a full participant in this experience. I like, I like leaning into the turn, sure, yeah. left, right. I like when you see the bridge, it's like see the bridge, and it's like ah. I'm like, oh, here we go. Like I just I love that yeah. so much. I try to like nail the lines that Indiana Jones says, like oh snakes, have yeah. to be snakes. Um, it's just every aspect of that ride I love so so much. Um, and I actually. I got to see, sort of like behind the scenes look uh, a little while back, um, I used to work uh, at an office here in town, and the guy who had the office next to us was a former Imagineer, but he still would get contracted to do stuff for Disney, and they realized they didn't have like an actually fully formed mold of indie. 
of mm. his skin for his audio animatronic. So they sent him the one that was like decomposing yeah. the mold and he had to remake the entire mold. And I got to see like his process, not only of how he made new skins for Indy, but also how he saved the only existing mold of Indy that existed. Wow anywhere um and now for me just being a huge fan of that show or that yeah. that ride it was really really uh really really special and um that's one i'll i'll always i'll always ride I, i'm bummed that it's closed right now but yeah. you know anytime they close things it's good for a good reason and i'm sure it'll come back uh bigger and better i love that selection you know i don't ride that that much really? i think it's because i think you have to be the full like 48 inches for that ride okay and so sophie like just is now that there. tall yeah um question because i it's been so long since i've been on it is there a part with the big ball like rolling down oh yeah it's at, at the you? end okay. yeah. yeah i thought so yeah yeah it's like all of a sudden you he's hanging like on a yeah. rope over you and then the ball starts rolling yeah yeah and then you, Do you go, go under reverse oh you go you go back it. and okay. it's like and then you go underneath yeah okay it. it's yeah it's so brilliant this the is the way it's done this is uh not a ride but have you ever seen the indiana jones stunt spectacular at mgm is it still there even i think it's still there but last time i saw it i, I think i was like eight or nine years old oh, that was a great stunt show yeah i've seen vi I, I think i like somebody was live on tiktok recently there is that where was, like the back half of like the stage opens yep, up opens and up then and it's like they, the, dude, yeah incredible. it is awesome yeah there's like car chases and people falling off stuff it's awesome Oof, very very i cool. gotta get back there um, okay, that was a great selection. My number two, we're almost there. Uh, my number two is Jungle Cruise, which Ooh. I think you it was on your. That 10 was my through. number ten. Okay, yeah. great. So, Jungle Cruise, we we've talked about it. The best part of it is the puns. I mean, it just <laughs> is so good. I'm gonna read. Danny did this as well. I'm gonna read a few uh, of my favorite jokes uh, from it, just because it's so great. But before I read those jokes, just a couple of things about the ride that I love. Yep. Um, I love the scene with the rhino when he's like almost hitting the guy's butts when they're like oh, climbing yes. up the totem pole. Yes, yes, yes. And they go up right as the rhino's horn's about to like hit the one guy in the butt. I, I just love that part. <laughs> I, I've always loved that part. I love the cue. I love how it looks so like you're on a dock in Africa and there's all the explorer oh, stuff. Yeah. Um I love the puns. I love I love the way that the skippers drive the boat. Mm. I know that their steering wheel does move the the rudder. Do you I, think it does? I think it moves it slightly. Okay. But I I also am pretty sure that the boats are on a track. 100%. So like they yeah. they you don't need to do it, but I like the way that the skippers will just sort of be like looking at the you know the crew, the boat of people, and then they'll just kind of grab the steering wheel and just rip it like yeah. like they're on Wheel of Fortune, it's like zzz, 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 just yes. for a turn. Which I just love the yeah. way that they do that. Um, and then maybe one of my favorite jokes that was not on. I was going through lists of like great uh, Jungle Cruise jokes. Yeah, is one that I heard recently where you're like coming up to like the hippos or something, and the skipper will go. It's okay. It's okay. I'm going to scare them away just like uh, the same way that I did with my previous relationship. And then they get off the walkie-talkie and they go, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the hippo goes under. I just think that's such a great joke. Yeah. Um, so now I'm going to read you just a few of my favorite jokes because okay. I had to save some because they're just so good. Um, oh, also, this is a fun fact that I was unaware until I was looking up information about this, that originally... Jungle Cruise was a serious ride. There was nothing about, um, yes. there was nothing about jokes or puns. It was like, hey, look at these 
cool parts of the you know right. the forest and these animals and walt originally wanted to have real animals but they were like we can't it's cost prohibitive <laughs> it's just that. not gonna yeah, work they might just walk um, the park. right um and so and i guess they said that walt heard someone uh saying when he was walking through the park which i just love that they made adjustments by listening to not focus groups but like walking through the park and eavesdropping to what yes. people were saying um because you get the truth and somebody was saying something like oh we don't need to go on jungle cruise we already did that mm. it's nothing's changed or nothing's different and he was like oh we need to make something that is constantly uh evolving and they said that his you know how he would always say that disneyland a park that will never be finished yes. right that that came as long as from, there's imagination in the yeah, world or something like yeah, that. but yeah. that idea of it never being finished came from jungle cruise don't they call it he calls it like they called it plussing is that isn't yeah. that what he called yeah. it plussing yeah yeah um okay here's some of my uh favorite oh there's here's some more tidbits which was really cool um and a lot of this was in the imagineering story about how a lot of the foliage like they had to just get as many plants as they could yes. from in the area and they they planted some upside down yeah, so you would see like trees. yeah so you'd see the roots and stuff and yeah. they looked like old vines and then there's that old uh tree that is called let's see i have it here somewhere maybe i don't um i thought i did Nope, I can't find it. But there's one tree that apparently dates back to the 1800s that was naturally where Jungle Cruise is. Oh, and wow. the guy who owned the land that Walt eventually bought uh, the farmland from was like, can you just not remove that tree? And so that tree still Whoa. is there in the, the same place it was in the That's 1800s, so cool. um, which is pretty cool. Um, okay, here's here's a few of my favorite uh rides that i thought was great um as the as the boats are filling up they say come on everybody let's fill up all available space load the boat up that's the best way to enjoy the jungle cruise fully loaded <laughs> with people come on folks this is an epcot that's a great joke um you talked about you know these are some of my favorite plants here in the jungle and they're just pointing at them the out, uh i like this one i love my you may have said this one i love my job as a skipper in fact my parents are so proud of my brother <laughs> that's a great one uh, this is good talking about the uh, birds and he goes uh their wingspan can grow from 12 inches to a whopping one foot <laughs> great job they're so good um uh let's see where's another one Oh, uh, well, folks, I hope you all enjoyed your trip around the jungle. I had such a good time that I'm going to do it again and again and again every 15 minutes for the next eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> and they never get old. They never get old. I love that there's always new ones. I I also love... I, I, as you know, we love puns. So I am, I am truly legitimately laughing at their jokes, yep. but I also love to give a skipper, like not the groans of a pun of like, Oh, uh, I like Ooh. to be like, Oh, that's so good. Yeah. You know, like actually give them the, the, I'll do it from time to time. I go, Ooh, Ooh yeah. But yeah. like, it's in a fun, it's so sort good. Of, and they know, they know the, the yeah. best thing I think you can do as a passenger on that ride is, to participate Lean into it in yeah. the humor aspect yeah. of it and just give it back because they're going to give it back to you. Yes. And I love, have you ever been on the ride where like it gets a little delayed and they really got to go oh, deep yes. into the arsenal of yes, the jokes? I have, yeah. That's the best because you're like, oh, I haven't heard these ones yeah, before. Yeah. We're really getting deep into the script yeah. with this one. So, And just a little note about Jungle Cruise, something that I love is the Disneyland. I like the Disneyland one. Disneyland one goes through that temple. 
which I'm pretty sure is not in the Disney World version. I think it's the other way around. It's the other way around? I think Disney World does the Has temple. Has the temple? Yes, okay, and Disneyland what... doesn't. Yeah. But that's what's fun. You know, I had a buddy who messaged me the other day saying, he's like, oh, you know, I'm going on a seven-day Disney trip with my family. So yeah. they're going down to Orlando, and they're going to do parks on the front end and then do a cruise. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what park are you going to? He goes, we're going to Magic Kingdom. He goes, I know, I know. It's exactly the same as Disneyland. I said, no, 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 no. I said, it's not. There's plenty of different. It's such a different experience. And even the rides that have the same names, yeah. it's still different. so different. Yeah. And that's, again, the beauty of Disney is that like t- tap into the nostalgia, but also make it different enough where you feel like you're in a totally different place. Yeah. Um, amazing. Okay. So I got to say, Eric, getting to my top two, this, is, this has been so hard for me. These rides, these two rides in particular at Disneyland Park are neck and neck for me. I I put one at one and the other at two, sure. but even staring at them right now, I'm like... They could be flipped. They could be flipped. Sure. So, but I have to. That's that's the format of our show is that I have to put something at number two and something at number one. Sure. And this might be controversial what I'm about to do right here, okay. but I'm going to just own it. Number two for me... It's going to be Space Mountain. Space Mountain opened in uh, 1977, specifically May 27th, 1977. Um, the cool thing about Space Mountain is that it's been, you know, rethemed many times over the years. They had Hyperspace Mountain yeah. for a while, which sort of like comes and goes from time to time. I feel like they they even tied in like Halloween at some point in time uh-huh. to it, where you have those like those sections of like the the you know the ceiling or the walls inside where there's like different things that are projected now yeah, where yeah. they really like leaned into the Star Wars element where it's like you've got like oh, yeah, fighter see, like an plane, resistance yeah, yeah. planes like out there and then like there was the one part where you flew I think this is when it's hyperspace is that like you'll do those like dips and like red lights will go yeah, flying yeah. past you like like you're being shot at yeah. which like it just it raises uh stakes it raises the stakes but it makes an already thrilling ride even more thrilling and it's plussing it's like what yeah. Walter says like always be plussing because when they bring back hyperspace mountain you're like oh I feel like I'm on a different ride. But then when Hyperspace Mountain goes away, you're like, oh, now I feel like I'm on a different ride. ride." Um, I love uh, the one thing they don't have anymore that I loved so much as a kid. uh, And it's like very nostalgic for me is that I don't know if you ever went to Disneyland when they used to have this like moving uh, like walkway. Yes. But it it went from like right outside Captain EO all the way up to that that like Esplanade level, that elevated area. They don't have that anymore. You got to sort of like go up the ramps but i just i thought that was i did love that that felt cool i felt like i was going somewhere yeah. i was being transported they also had somewhere. it they used to have it at the end of in orlando and as you exit the ride it was a super long slightly inclined mm. like moving walkway they don't have that anymore i don't think they do i feel like i when i went on it um when i was at disney world a couple months ago okay I feel like I remember going, oh, they used to have a walkway here, but now we have to actually walk. for that. Like when you think about the end of uh, Haunted Mansion, Mm. you know, you have to get off onto the moving walkway and then you got to do that, hurry back. Like you're going up past the lady. And even, um, I feel like that's just very, like Buzz has like a moving walkway too when you get off of it. Uh, A lot of them do, which now that I think about it. But anyway, back to Space Mountain, you know, it is... It's a fantastical experience. The thought that you're like going out into space and the way that they sort of like set that mood when you're sort of like going up the initial lift and then you do like that secondary lift where you're going up around like the space station sort of thing. It's like three, two, 
one. And then the music, I was actually listening to the theme music to Space Mountain this morning while I was getting ready. And immediately I was just like, my hands were in the air. I was like, because I love just like throwing my hands in the air on that. Well, that's my question. I was going to ask you this question. I am terrified to put my hands up in that ride. I don't think I've ever done it more than like T-Rex arms like this, because there's something about it being dark and the thought of me having my hands up and maybe my arms are just longer than they expected human (laughs) arms to be. And I'm going to be like this and I'm going to hit a metal bar and it's just going to decapitate my hands. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up because I know I'm always hands in the air, but in my mind, I probably think my hands are all the way up. Sure, yeah. But like, if someone were to flash a picture of me actually riding the ride, <laughs> right, like it's the, probably like barely above right, my head. Yeah. Like, I'm taking a big <laughs> risk right now. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm hands in the air. I love the music. It. I just maybe it's the darkness yeah. of the ride is that you don't feel like anyone can see you. True. So you feel like it's you a just private be experience. As, like you like silly as you want. You'd be like. Yeah. And yeah, they're yeah. like, who's screaming that? I yeah. don't know. Can't see. Yeah. Like, I, there's something very freeing about people not being able to That's see you point. where you, again, it's, it gives you that space to just let go. Imagine if we lived that way all the time. Yeah. Imagine if that face, that excitement, that noise, that joy you exuded on a ride like Space Mountain when you think nobody can see you. Dance like no one's watching. Dance like, ride like no one can see you. <laughs> That's, That's right. We should make some merch. That's good. Live like you're on Space Mountain or something like that. There's something in there. Yeah. If you have thoughts for what the quote should be, let us know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Space Mountain, it's it's a classic. I know it's number one for so many people, um, but I have it at number two on my list. I wonder if we're going to have the same number one again. I think we are. I mean... Let's see. <laughs> it's an, but it's not a California adventure ride. No, it's it's at Disney World or there's Disneyland. A, sorry. I think there's only one thrill ride. It's not a thrill ride. Really? Yeah. Well, then I don't... Think we'll have different. We All right, are. here we go. It's my number one. Oh, I know what yours is going to be. What do you think it's going to be? PP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My number one is Peter Pan. Uh, as goes with the theme, I love Peter Pan so dang much. Anything Peter Pan, I'm just 100% in. Yeah. Um, I love it. I love the queue. While it's not a terribly interesting queue, because it's usually most of it is through ropes that are, you know, depending on how long the line is, which it's consistently always long, always long, no matter nighttime. A lot of times I'll be like, well, maybe if we wait till like, dude, yes. dude, at the end of the day, because then all the little kids will be like half have yes. gone home. Now it's just like older kids still, still an hour long. and a half long. You know, it's just always long. You would think at this point we'd be like, it's just because every time I look it up on the app, I go 45 minutes. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. But it's been that way for like the last seven years. Yes, it's never, be- never below 45 yeah. minutes. Um, so I love the line. I love the, I think I talked about this before about like my favorite, places in disneyland is in the queue for peter pan when you're almost on the ride and there's that little um uh lantern box that lights up every you know 45 seconds or whatever and you can see a little silhouette of tinkerbell i just love that i love if you are in the queue you can look in the wood there are all the different things from the story so you can see like john's top hat and the umbrella and the teddy bear from michael and yeah the clock that goes and they're like uh carved into the wood all once you're in the queue if you start looking around you'll see little uh trinkets that are sort of carved in the wood very fun um i love the when it starts of just that 
here we go. It's just like, and they time it so that like you're already moving, but once Peter says go, it's like it gets a little extra like, yes, uh, you know, sort of like impetus, like yeah. a little push. Whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Yes. Oh, and you come out of the nursery and then you're oh. over London and you're just seeing like all these little cars moving around and you can see if you look at Big Ben, you see the um, the minute hand is hitting the five and it's when Peter and the kids all land on the minute hand. Yes. If you look at it, you see their little silhouette right there, which is really cool. Um, I also loved when I was a kid and still to this day, the black light effect of like looking down and my laces usually glowing. Like yeah. if you have white shoelaces on they'll glow and i just always as a kid and even as an adult i'm like oh look at my laces they're glowing <laughs> i just like i don't know why it gives me uh, you know i just get so happy every single time i love the new um fairy dust effect that is sort of a newer thing in the last five years yeah um that they've added so there's just a lot of more twinkle lights as the the pirate ship gets covered in fairy right, right, dust right. which is great um I love when you fly over Neverland and seeing like, you know, the diff the camp and seeing the Lost Boys area and the pirate ship and the mermaids yes. is so great. Um, I love the part where Hook is in uh, the croc's mouth at the end. And he's like, Smee! Smee! <laughs> it's just so good. Um, the only problem I have with it is it's too short. It just feels like that is a ride that feels... Like, oh, man, I really wish that was longer. It feels like it takes a minute and a half. I'm sure it's probably closer to four minutes, but it feels like it's less than a minute. Um, and then the other problem I have with it is that ride stops so hard. When you get after you've come out and you're like about to be back in oh, the, the yeah, loading yeah, line. Yeah, you're right. And all of the rides have a little like, oh, yeah. But that Peter Pan specifically, even though I know it's coming, it's like. Ooh, like I feel like yes. I've been punched hard. It's in a good the lurch right there at the Big end. Big lurch. It's bringing um, you back to reality. It's re <laughs> it really is. It's like you're not in Neverland anymore, kid. kid welcome back. Welcome back you're to reality. Twelve dollar Coke. Um, and then one last little story about Peter Pan. This is kind of funny. When there was one time when we went to Disney with me and Lisa and our kids, and uh, Lisa's mom was in town, Mia, and uh, so Lisa went with like miles mia went with sophie and i was had to go by myself yep. and i was like yeah that's fine no problem but as i got on the little you know the pirate ship by myself i at the time had grown a mustache and it was like not in a good full like dick kind of mustache it was kind of a like creepy wiry creepy <laughs> guy mustache and i was like i took a picture of myself on peter pan alone <laughs> with a creepy mustache and i was like oh man i'm that guy yeah i'm that guy right now it's funny you bring that up i was just texting with a buddy of mine who was at he's a magic key holder like yeah. us yeah uh and he was at disney by himself the other day and i was like oh i need like a solo disney day but then part of me was like are people going to look at me like I'm just a creeper, like <laughs> walking around by myself? I don't myself? think I would do a solo day. Really? I have no problem with Disney adults. Zero. Right. Same. And I also, I don't have a problem, I suppose, if you were a single person without a family yeah. and wanted to go by yourself. But I feel like if you are a person with a family and you were choosing to be there without your wife and children... That feels a little creepery to me. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, but unless maybe you were like down there for work, and you're like, sure. well, I got the ticket. Yes. Yes. I'll okay. swing I'm by, grab a corn dog for lunch. Sure, and I'm fine with that. 
go sit on that bench on Main Street. I think it's just if you were like, hey, kids, what are you guys doing today? You're going to school and you're going to work. I'm going to Disneyland. I will see you guys tonight. tonight. That to me feels that's a bridge too far. A little creepery. Yeah, (laughs) that's a a bridge. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Well, I think we need to figure out, you know, you were talking about like the ride feels too short. It's too Two minutes and 20 seconds. Even that. That's pretty 45 short. minutes in exchange for 220. When we talk about that exchange rate, yeah. I feel like Peter Pan's going to be on the low end yeah, of the, it's on the, low the end. spectrum on yeah. that. But it's a classic. I love it. Uh, that's why I had it on, you know, I think it was my number eight yeah. selection. It's so good. Um, I really thought we might have the same one because this means this ride was not on your list at all. Um, I, Do you know where I'm going with this? Big Thunder. I'm going Big Thunder. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a great ride. You know, it... Up until I made this list and it was like this like aha moment for me, if you'd asked me up until I had to make the list for this show at this point in my life, I never would have put Big Thunder at number one. Yeah. But as I was working through and I was like, okay, what what ride do I just really, really like? What yeah. ride do like from beginning to end and the theme and the vibe and the excitement level? It's Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Like it's got it's got the roller coaster vibe. Yeah. But it's also got like a time. I don't know if you could hear that. Uh, there's a I train ho- literally ho- going by. There's a train going by as we speak. I hope the microphones picked up just a little of it. And if they didn't, we'll just have Chris yeah. throw it in and post. Plus um, it. <laughs> yeah. But I like I love the West. You love the West. Mm-hmm. I love trains. I was obsessed with trains as a kid. Like I my dad and I built like a, an engage train. We got like an old unfinished door from the hardware store and like cool. made a full town with like wow. a mountain that the train could go through. Yeah. I wasn't really allowed to touch any of it, but like, <laughs> but you were there. I, I guess I should say I watched my dad build us a train set. Might be the better way to say it. Um, but we'll talk about that on our other podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, I just, I've loved trains ever since I was a kid. And I think as I've gotten older, like I'm sort of that nostalgia, like something I loved from childhood sure. is sort of coming back. Plus love the old West, just like you. Um, and it's just, you know, it has all the elements that you love from a Disney ride. It's got, you know, the the risk factor of like the dynamite blowing as you're like going up the hill. It's got uh, the, the going through those dips where you're like going through the mines again, like yeah. talking about put your hands up. Oh, in yeah. there. Like there's that one dip. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where like you go into the mine. And you're like, this is the time I'm keeping my hands up the whole time. I'm keeping my hands yeah. up the whole time. And the second I do it, like I keep my arms fully extended, but like I a tilt my forward. arms forward. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa, I did it. Did yeah. you see I just did that? Um, but also I love the fact that like it's just a lap bar. Yeah. That makes it feel more extreme. Like I have the same protection on this ride that I do on Peter Pan right. or Snow White, but I'm in a train car that's careening you Seemingly know, around a mountain. Seemingly going 150 miles an hour. Uh, I love it. And there's this one moment on the ride that always stands out to me. And you 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 go to like make this like banked right turn, but you sort of like slow down for a moment before like it picks up speed. And if you look off to the left, you've got the view of like Rivers of America. And if you go at the right time, like at dusk, just like there, if you take this snapshot in your mind of like that view of Disneyland of the people walking everywhere, the, you know, this family's grabbing popcorn and those people just got their chicken nuggets. And, and now the Mark Twain boats coming by and the reflection of the lights starting to like, you know, come off the water there. It's, it's so beautiful. And then immediately you're like, yeah, you're back in, you're taken right out of it as it whips around the corner to the right. Um, and you got to do the goat thing. Have you ever done the goat thing? No. You know how you do like that turn, like you go up and, and then you drop, but there's like a goat with the dynamite. Yeah. You're supposed to like try to stare and keep your eye oh, on I the goat the entire time. Yeah. 
It's a really cool experience. And it makes it feel like you're whipping around. Faster. Exactly. It's just, it's really, really fun. I, I highly suggest you do that if you haven't. It's near the dinosaur bones, right? Right before that. So okay. you go up, 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 and then you go down, 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 and then you come back around, and then you go past the dinosaur bones and the water yeah. sprays. And then perfect punctuation at the end of the ride. You go by the, the barbershop, yep. and there's a barbershop quartet yes. singing right inside of there, yes. baby. It just gives you everything. It's the wildest everything. ride in the wilderness. <laughs> it's so good. So I love Big Thunder Mountain. I can't wait to get back out to the park next week and, uh, and go for a ride on it. Um, speaking of going for a ride, if you've enjoyed this ride, yes, we would love if good. you would rate and review our show. <laughs> we love making this show so, so much. And if you're loving it as well, please make sure to rate and review. Follow us on social media. We are at Disney Countdown Show on Instagram and TikTok. And then we are at Pod Disney on Twitter. Yep. Plus, we're on Facebook at Disney Countdown. Plus, we have a Patreon. Yeah. So if you want to get some bonus countdowns, hear what Eric's 11 through 15 is, mine 11 through 15, uh, click the link in the episode notes. So you can come join the Patreon and get those special episodes. Or you can subscribe on Apple and Spotify yeah. if you're into that. And uh, we we always ask you to rate and review, but also tell your friends. Yeah, please we're do. We're trying to build the audience for uh, this Disney Countdown. Uh, we feel pretty confident that it will get there organically. But yeah. you know, if you have other Disney friends that uh, you feel like would enjoy this, Send them a link. Tell them to uh, check us out. Yeah, or share it on your social media. Yeah. And tag us in it. Or, you know, if you have your list of like, these are my top five rides or top 10, um, you know, post it on social media. Tag us. We'll share that out totally. as well. Let's spread the word about this uh, massively magical community. We want to have as many people here uh, enjoying these Disney vibes as we possibly can. Yeah. But that's the end, folks. We made, we it. made it to the end. This was a good list. I loved it. I this was our second list, right? We did. Yes. It's our third episode, but our second list. We what did are we going to do next? We, have, oh, have we talked know. about that yet? We ha Let's talk about it right now. Should we talk about it in real time? Let's talk about it in real Give time. Give people reason to... So we've already yeah. done rides and movies. Yep. Classic movies. Classic movies. We here's I'll throw out some options here. Okay. We could go to music. We okay. always love talking music. It's true. I feel like there's a lot of different music lists we could do, whether it's like music at the park or music on a ride or music from films or there's lots of ways we could go with that. Percent, yeah. Um we could go we could do a character breakdown of I'm like favorite characters. characters. Yeah. Heroes or villains or princesses. Yeah. Or... That's a very good sort of delineation there. Yeah. We could do uh, a Pixar list Ooh. if we wanted to bring it a little more current. We could say like yeah. top 10, you know, Pixar movies. Oh, um, I don't know. I mean, there's, we also at some point, because we did pre 1988 Disney movies, yeah. then we're going to need to do a 1990 or 88 to, to current to now. Yeah. And, I, but if we do that, do we include Pixar movies or do we say it has to be a Walt Disney animation? That's a great question. I think we can save that debate. I feel like music is what's calling music to All right, me because we can play clips from the songs, sure, yeah, yeah. which we haven't been able to do yet on yeah, this yeah. show. And so I say top 10 Disney songs could be from movies, could be from TV shows. Ooh, that's big. I movies like or TV shows. Maybe, Not the parks. Because we'll save parks for another. Okay, we'll save music. So yeah. there's a great. Big, beautiful tomorrow, <laughs> shining at the end of every day. I'll save that one. I'll Can't save wait. that. Can't yes. wait. Carousel of Progress, Justin. So come back next week for our 10 through 6 of top 10 Disney songs. This is going to be good. Of all time. All right, I folks. I can't wait. That's the end of this one. We did And it. as we say on every episode of the Disney Countdown Show, D-I-S, see you real soon, M-E-Y, why? Because we count down. Disney Countdown Show.
Bye, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> Where am I going with this? <laughs>